my piece of cold and my women colder. Yeah, she too stubborn or I would have told her. And every time I'm with my buddies, yeah, we never sober. <laughs> Wake up feeling 10 years older. It's the Cold Pizza Podcast. We're going to start there. Welcome back to the Cold Pizza Podcast. I'm trying to stay consistent with this, guys. Uh, it's been hard with COVID, but this is the first time that I have had a guest in studio in probably six or seven months at this point. Real, I don't want to say strange, but real uh, crazy friendship, really. This is the last time I saw you was probably Hurricane Hills, or like I yeah. I don't know that we ever talked in person. No, like, we did. We we definitely rode with each other. Yeah. I'm, I'm Gavin, by the way. Um, I've known Bailey through motocross for years. Like I was, I think it was, I was like six, 16, 15 or 16. When we first started to like talk was because of the video you did when Tyler got hurt. Okay. So that was, so that would have been 2011. Yeah. All when I was 10 a senior, years ago. I was a senior in high school. So yeah, that was, that was super far back. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the first time I've seen you since any moto related, any moto stuff. This weekend is actually eight years since I've raced because it came up on Facebook memories yesterday. It was a picture of my 125 mod bike mm-hmm. and it just, it had like some Mac Miller lyric caption, most dope something. <laughs> and it was from 2012 and I'm like, what would I have posted that for? It was two stroke shootout at Sleepy Hollow. That's oh, this weekend. Dude. They are really? racing two stroke shootout this weekend. I'm like, holy shit. That's 10 or eight years ago. That's crazy. Since I raced. But, um. That mod bike's back up for sale. Is Josh, it really? I sold it to Josh. Josh hit me up the other week. He's like, hey, you want to buy it? But he hit me with his price, and I'm like... How, how, how hefty is he the price? He wants 35 which, for what's done to the bike, is Is fair. it worth? Is it is it worth, like, that much, or, like... Um, yeah, it was... It was an 07 RM125, which was the last year mm-hmm. Suzuki made two strokes. Um, it was a 125 story behind that bike was Josh's dad bought it for him brand new and he was riding it stock and do you remember Garrett Toth? Yeah, I remember I remember Toth. Garrett and Willie were brothers. Garrett went pro a couple this was like hell 10 years ago again. But um Garrett had a 125 that he qualified for Loretta's on, but mm-hmm. it was a PR2 mod bike, so it was punched a 144 oh, okay. by so PR2. It worked to all hell. Well, he qualified for Loretta's, well, you can't run the modified... In a stock class. Yeah, so they were scrambling to find a stock motor, and Josh had just blown the stock motor up, so they just swapped motors. And they just... And they just ran it. with it. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, they, they uh, rebuilt the stock motor and put it in Garrett's bike, and Josh had Garrett's mod motor, and... That's that's the story as far as I know, but Josh ended up selling the bike to a kid here in town that I know. He rode it like twice. He had Evo redo the suspension. Oh, okay, nice, nice. And well, he was like twice my size, so of course Josh and I are the same size. This kid buys the bike, realizes the suspension's too soft, gets it resprung for somebody twice my weight. So. Then he rode it again and then sold it to me. So now I have to pay to get the suspension resprung back to my ways. Like I was, I was one ride too late in buying the bike because it would have still been set up for, for me. For you, yeah. But um, I bought it, rode it a couple times before I wadded myself and got pretty hurt. And then I was off the bike for like a month or two. Ended up only racing it once that year. For, really? For, Just once? Yeah, or? I raced it one time in the time that I had it. 
was prepared to ride a lot like 2013 mm-hmm. and the first time we took it out my buddy blew it up and was like oh yeah i'll pay to help you rebuild it <laughs> nice <laughs> and then went back on his word and never paid to help me rebuild it and i was wow. a junior in high school ready to start college in the fall because i was doing the dual enrollment yeah thing. so you were you you so had like, money situated in, in yeah, other in other things yeah. and you weren't expecting this to go so it sat in my garage for like six months blown up josh was like i'll buy it back from you so i sold it to josh blown up for like 950 bucks he tore it down like every last piece got the frame powder coated black did the rmz front like front fender and front number plate so it looks like a more modern bike okay yeah yeah. i've seen people do that with like the 07s and whatnot he did aftermarket rims hubs like the the whole wheel assemblies are different it's got aftermarket brakes on it it's worked like he rebuilt the whole motor it's still a 144 the bike is worked and it's worth what he's asking for it i'm just 25 years old and got it's, other it's financial allocation yeah, yeah, yeah got other financial stuff that you gotta tend to and whatnot so i got that my bikes are still my dad still has my bikes does he yeah i he won't give me them though <laughs> i have um well i don't have but he still has it's a 2010 rmz 250 08 rmz 250 and 06 cr 125 and they just sit and collect dust i'm just like i tried to get them back but like he just he was just like oh you you quit racing blah 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 and like, all right whatever dude me and him are good now but I'm still not gonna ask for the bikes because I know I'm just gonna start an argument yeah it's not worth starting something last but. time I rode like an actual track was when I was seventeen when I broke my leg at Walden that's Walden's a blast from I the love past Walden too. Walden Walden was always like kind of a wide open track yeah like it was always fun I broke my leg like you know how off the start. You go right, and then you got that huge bowl turn. Yep. And then it was a triple, and then it was a double after it. Yep. They they peaked up the double takeoff, and I hit it, not knowing, and I overshot the landing by, like, 15, 20 feet and just flat landed. Flat. And I didn't know. I thought I just, like, hurt my ankle because I've, like, in a race before, like, I've, you know, clipped the hay bale with my ankle when I put my foot out in a turn, and it kind of hurt, and it was just bruised, and that's what I thought it was. So I just continued, and I pulled off, and... As soon as I got, like, back to the pit, it, like, hit me when I got off the bike, and, like, the bike fell on me, and I was just like, oh, I think I just broke my leg, so that's, that's a fun time. Um, I haven't really rode since then, though. Nah, I mean, I haven't, I can't think of a time that I've thrown a leg, I mean, like, obviously, I've thrown legs over stuff to, like, take it up the driveway or oh, whatever, yeah. like, for my buddy, but, but like, 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 on a track, I haven't ridden since... Last time I rode was Tomahawk at the end of 2012. How was that track? I always saw, like, Barsha videos. You were never there? I never went to Tomahawk. Dude, that is the best track in the Northeast. It's in West Virginia, but I still consider it Northeast. The Barsha video was wild. That was on the 125. I think MXP TV. It was an MXP TV video, uh, Matt Wozni. That was a Loretta Lynn's qualifier. Yeah, 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 yeah. They used to always do the area qualifier there mm-hmm. and then i don't know they used to do areas there and then in 2012 dublin gap was a regional would you ever race dublin i've never i never went to dublin there was like uh, it was like a select few tracks that i would go to i wanted to like kind of branch out but like for like every time we would start a new season 
I would like do like I would just like do good like in the beginning of the year and it was just like all right well like you're in the top three of the of the championship for the points like we're just gonna follow this and yeah see I, I never had that problem it was always ah you're like sitting in thirtieth <laughs> fuck it we'll just go race wherever you want this weekend that's so. what I would I wish I could have like did that shit and like branched out like we always wanted to go to like Athco and like uh, Dublin and stuff like that I went to Flying Dutchman once and never went back I couldn't stand that track. Have you ever been to Flying uh, Dutchman? Yeah, that's like an hour from here. It's I ki- rode it was that. Ki- it was kind of like... It's the second to last track that I rode. Like, I rode Dutchman. In 2012, I rode Dutchman in November. It was like November... First weekend in November. Oh, so it was like the end of the season. Bro, it was cold as hell. It was like 30 degrees. My buddy called and like woke me up. He's like, are you still coming? I'm like... It's one of those looking at the thermometer, <laughs> I'm like, nah. He's like, come on, come out. So I'm like, Dad, can we go up? It was just a practice day. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, yeah, we can go up. So we take the bike up, go up. My dad got pissed because I was. It was the end of the season. Like me and the boys just wanted to like, hang, hang out, out and, and like yeah. go out, run a couple motos, and then like just come in and chill. And he's like, I drove you the whole way up here, and you don't even want to ride. And like, because it was always. My dad and I are cool. Yeah. Like my parents are still together. Like I'm very blessed with. Having a healthy marriage and relationship yeah, and everything to good. grow up in. Um, cause a lot of my friends weren't that fortunate to have that. So I'm, uh, yeah. I'm one of those. <laughs> so I, I don't want to say that sometimes I took that for granted, but I definitely did. Like looking mm. back, I had the healthy family. My dad didn't want me racing. Really? Not at all. Like it was, it was a thing when I quit playing football that, one of my mom's friends from work, her son was a cop, so, like, he saw a lot of, like, youth would quit. He was a cop and a football coach. Well, he'd see these kids quit playing football and start getting into trouble. So when I quit playing football... You thought you were going to start getting into trouble and stuff? His mom told my mom, like, listen, you got to get him into something. Like, he's got to be involved in something because he's going to get into trouble. And I was never in trouble growing up, but, like... It was just the statistic of, like... The statistic of you take a teenage kid and they have this structure the whole time growing up and then they leave that. And have nothing. They start... and I'm not not, nothing, but... Yeah, but, like, they start smoking weed and hanging out with the wrong group. And, like, there's nothing wrong with smoking weed. That's... That was just the examples that were given. But I was... I had dirt bikes, and I never raced. I always just, like, rode. Just, like, putted like, around, like, like had like fun. Like, we'd go to... I, I did a lot of woods riding and stuff then, but then, like, we'd start going to, like, Breezewood Proving Grounds and, like, practice tracks. Like, mm-hmm. Breezewood has their own racing series, but, like, they have three tracks and, like, a woods loop, and they yeah, got it a looks big, sick. I've seen it. Bro, I've, we gotta go. To go. We'll go out for the pit bike races. Because oh. they, they... Bro, they have a big-ass pond with a water slide and shit. I like, see they have, like, a little, like, a little, like, uh, like... Not toddler, but like a little kid, like sixty five, fifty track, and yeah. it's like not and big. It's it's perfect for pit bikes. Oh, I used down. to take the eighty five. Like we'd go out on like a Tuesday when nobody was there. We just that's the best time and, to go do shit. Bro, we'd go mob eighty fives on the <laughs> pit bike track and shit. Like we're like quadding shit that we're not supposed <laughs> to be jumping, <laughs> landing in a turn, just like foot out up on the gas tank. Like oh man, that's but, sick. No, um, my dad was like, I don't know. Me and him definitely were. Now that I can look back on it, we definitely butt heads a lot because we're a lot similar than we want to admit. Yeah. But he was, no, you're not racing. And I was, that was the other thing. 
the reason I didn't do well and the reason that I never raced a full season and whatever, I was on my own dime. Like, oh, I was okay. working my ass off to afford to be able to really? go ride and race. Like, they would pay for the gas to get to the track and, like, they paid for my trailer because I got an enclosed trailer for, like, 500 bucks. Oh, okay. So they paid for that, but the rest en- was up to entry you. fees, bikes, gear, I was all credit, made. Bro. I, and never, that's... I never paid. Like, I had, like, my dad, like, wanted me to, f- like, just fulfill, like, and follow the whole go, like, pro thing and, like... In my head, like, when I was younger, I was like, yo, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to, I'm going to hammer down, like, and just focus on doing that. Like, I'm just going to, like, worry about getting through school, graduate, and then, like, go for, like, pro licensing and stuff like that. And I broke my leg when I was 17, so, like, after that, I was just like, man, like, being told I'll never walk right again or, like, like properly, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I started PT, and then... Um, but then after that, I was like, all right, I can walk. I'm walking normally. And I, like, told him, I was like, I want to race again. He's like, nope, you dug a grade. And I was sleeping in it. But, like, I never, I was, like, I don't want to sound like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Spoiled. But, like, I definitely was spoiled, like, when it came to racing. And, like, and that's, that's. But I had sponsors, too, that would help the way. So it's not like my dad was paying, like, full price on, like, a Troy Lee Designs helmet. Like, right. We were getting a, a pretty good discount, like, and on bikes, too, like. Any any sponsor that we could grab, like, you know, we grabbed it and that would help out, you know. But he would mostly pay, like, for the entry fees, you know, like, the mechanic that we had that would always work on my bikes and stuff like that. So I was, like, I'm very fortunate and I was, like, very grateful because, like, there were a lot of kids that, like, when we go to track, like, dad was real anal about the bike being super nice looking and shiny and whatnot, like, full FMF pipes and everything. And, like, everyone would make the joke, be like, does the bike even get dirty? Like, is that the tactic? Like, it's so shiny it blinds people so you can pass them. So, but then I would see kids like that were paying their own way, and I was like, that's crazy to see that these kids are, like, dedicated like that. And I get, I have a lot of respect for, like, like you, like, right. kids like you that would pay their own, like, entry fees and, like, for their own classes and this and that, because I was just like, I don't have to do that. So, and there, and there were, like, a lot of kids that, like, they didn't have as nice bikes. They were kind of, like, beaten and shit. But they hauled ass. Like, they oh, were... There's, they, oh, there's plenty of kids like that. super fast. And, like, I'll even admit, they were even super, like, super fast than me. And I was just, like... It's, it's crazy, like, I have these nice bikes and I, I'm still, like, trying to keep up with them. Like, but. Yeah. Well, back to the Dutchman thing, though. Like, it was cold as hell when we went out there. First weekend in November, I'm like... You're nuts, dude. Bro, it was terrible. I hate the cold, too, but, like... The tracks all hard packed, like oh, yeah, you can't so you, you can't till it and water it because it's gonna it's freeze. It's frozen. Yeah, it's frozen. So like it was just like we're out there with like blue nitrile gloves under our riding gloves because like yeah, pro tip that'll keep your hands warm because it doesn't <laughs> let the wind through. Like your hands will sweat; they get that warm. But we're out there doing that. That's like the first weekend in uh, November, and I had a buddy that lived like a couple miles from tomahawk in west virginia Mm -hmm. and i was friends with him and his dad on facebook and his dad was always like yo anytime you go down to tomahawk just tell chad to put you on my tab so i had literally like looking back i was so dumb like the way that i would run my account completely out of money i didn't have money to ride that weekend yeah my couple friends colby josh everybody's like yo we're gonna go down to tomahawk oh, i'm like the the, the perfectness like, of that perfect <laughs> i don't have any money my mom's like yeah i'll take you down we get down there i get to the gate i'm like hey uh mr i'll leave his name out because i don't know 
like Mr. So-and-so said, just put me on his tab. He said, if you got a problem, just call him. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. So they write me on his tab. I'm like, no, that worked. <laughs> so like he ended up showing up then. He's like, how's everything going? Talk to me and my mom and everybody. Super nice dude. Like looking back, that's probably one of the nicest gestures anybody that's has cool ever like that's extended really, that's to me. Cool so like that was cool. But like looking back now, like I realized how hard I worked, like to be able to afford to do the shit. Like, it's not cheap. It it's not, not, but like looking back and like comparing it to like some of the hobbies and like working on cars and shit is so much more expensive mm-hmm. than like for the cars and shit that I have, I could have two fucking fully modded like 250Fs oh, and yeah. shit. And I'm like, for all the money I spent on cars, I could have had a bike by now already. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> I could have car, bought... Cars are a lot safer too, True. arguably. <laughs> Depends on like where you're driving and who. Yeah, how, well, how like, because people. Suck. I'm not gonna blow out my ACL driving my car. That's you true. Know what I'm saying, but, but you gotta worry about people who are dumb and don't like really pay attention on the roads and whatnot and do some dumb. That's shit. why I don't have a street bike. That's hands, that's hands down why yeah, I don't have a street bike. I'd I'd probably be like I don't weigh much. I'd be a bullet at that point if I had a, a like a like a a Jixer or a CBR. Yeah, I mean my motocross mechanic. The he was a friend of my dad. <clears throat> my dad. He'd go watch me ride, and, like, he ended up getting a bike, and, like, we'd go woods riding and shit then, but my dad, great dude, not super mechanically inclined when it comes to motorcycles and stuff, because he never really was into it, so a buddy of ours that was super into bikes was like, yeah, I'll help wrench on bikes and whatever, so we we referred to him as my mechanic, but he's, he was just a family friend, he was like an uncle that wasn't related. He ended up getting killed in a street bike accident, and I was like, "No, not not Jeez. gonna do it." But uh, lost, man. No, it's it's all good. It's just it it it's, sucks. Yeah, it's, but it that is. was the fucking trend for twenty eleven. Though I went to more funerals than I did anything else that year, and that's yep. just how it goes. But uh, no. Well, anyway, yeah, go down to Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. A week later, it was freezing the week before. It was 65 and so sunny in the to, middle went, of fucking November. So you went to Tomahawk after you went to Dutchman? Yeah. Or? I Dude, when I... When, when fucking I, worlds apart. When, it's like <laughs> the shittiest track. Like, no no hate to Dutchman or whatever they call it now. No hate to them. It was just the fact that they couldn't prep the track in the dead of... Not the dead of winter, but like the beginning of winter. And then Tomahawk... Nick Fratz or, yeah, I had him on a podcast last year. He's a pro. He's a privateer. Yeah. He posted a GoPro video from Tomahawk last week on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is eight years after I was there last. Track is the same. Really? The same. But probably immaculate. I've seen perfect. Vi- I've but seen videos of it. I've the, never been there. The Barsha video. Yeah. Was like oh seven, I think. It's yeah, the same was... track. They have not changed the track, and if they did, it's minor changes. Like all the jumps are still the same and everything. As far as I can tell, that track is fuego, like perfect. So why change it? And the, I mean, yeah. they host qualifiers, and I think they had a regional there the other year, it, like. They're it's a prestigious got track. Yeah, it's got, it's got the hype, and yeah. it deserves the hype. It, it yeah, gets. it's a hell of a track. I'm sorry you never got the ride. I'm it. jealous, dude. I only got the ride it once or twice. Like, but still, yeah, it, I've seen videos. I'm like, wow, that like looks like a really well like maintained and just like structured track. Like the jumps looked like that. There was like there was jumps that were like kind of small. There were big jumps and whatnot. It looked like it was proportioned properly, and it wasn't just like full send everything type of deal yeah that track was sick that was like the closest to like 
an outdoor track. That's what like I was going to say. Was it pro, close to a national? Like, like a pro national track. Because it would get super rough and like, because they'd till mulch into it. Like okay. it would get super rutted and super rough, breaking bumps like as tall as your knees, really? like into some sections. That's so like, actually nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was. It'd get pretty wild, but uh, I'm trying to think. Pagoda is another good one. Oh, dude, I love Pagoda. Pagoda I love, was I love jumping down in the valleys and launching yeah. out on the six. When I was on sixty fives, I raced there. I never. Pagoda was the shit. I think I ran there once on an eighty five. And then, like, we were just, like, decided it was just too far from, like, where we were in Jersey. <clears throat> uh, my dad was like, I, I love this track, you love this track, but, like, I just can't keep doing the drive out here. So we're just going to stick to, uh, and plus with the whole points thing, like, yeah. Pagoda was out of the district that I was, right. like, chasing the points in. So he's just like, I know you like it, maybe we'll come back, like. What district were you? Uh, I was both 6 and 34, but I was in the points mostly for 34. Yeah, because like, I was going to say 6. Six overlaps, like, into Jersey, and I think English Town is one. English Town was, was, was six, six. yeah. Hurricane was six when, I think his name was Tommy owned it, and then when Fritz bought it, they switched to 34. Because I know six. They would do, like, the District Six, six, was, six Championship yeah, race Yeah, because six was Sleepy, Pagoda, Hurricane Hills. E-Town. E-Town. Tomahawk was District 7, I think. 6 and 7. It was weird, because, like, 34 is Jersey, and then 6 is, like, Eastern and Central PA. Mm-hmm. And then 7 is, like, Central PA, Maryland, West Virginia, Delaware. And then District 5 is, like, Western PA. Mm-hmm. Like, I never... But now District 6 and District 7 are Mason-Dixon Riders Association. Or oh, okay, MDRA, so they kind of just, like, so combined, like, I guess? They do like a six versus seven shootout. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, that's a good idea. That's cool. I don't. I haven't followed it for so many years. Yeah, and no, like I... I was never competitive in the points, but I know, like 2012, 2013, I think it was. They were saying MDRA sends more riders to Loretta's than any other district really? in the country. So like, the area is stacked. With oh talent, yeah. Oh, like yeah. for sure. And I mean, if that's the statistic for it, then they're definitely they're there's definitely there's several kids that have come out of six and seven and like made something or at least dabbled in the pro ranks like right yeah. now they team green's got a kid that's local here that's he was supposed to race loretta's and then turn pro but mm-hmm. ended up sick right before loretta's not with covid but he ended oh, up okay. with something else and didn't get to race loretta's but he's getting ready to turn pro they have another kid from like western pa like not that far from pittsburgh that He's on t- Team Green right now. Like, oh, okay. Kawasaki's so. amateur program is still thriving like oh, yeah. it was when we were kids, but it's, I mean, there's, well, you turn on the TV on Saturday, I'd see Cody Shock, a couple other kids, like, Cody was from out of Delaware, a couple other, like, fast kids that I rode with or at least saw at the tracks yeah. growing up, and I'm like, damn, like, Yeah, like, I, saw, I used to race with Barsha. Like yeah. on, on the 50s, like right. I, he had a PW and I had the, a JR50. And, like, he would always be, like, out front. Like, he was always fast from the rip right. as a kid. And, like, it was he was hard to always try and catch. Like, he would take off and it'd just be, like, it'd just be a constant push forward to try and catch up to him. But uh, he's always been fast. And I know Ace, Walden, and Diamondback were 34 for a while. Yeah, see, I never raced. It, it was, like. It was, I never raced anything in Jersey. That was New York, that Diamond, uh, Diamondback, Walden, and Ace it, were all in New York. And then 
it was like literally you drive into the track from like that long ass drive from the road as you probably know for a lot of tracks and like you come up on Diamondback in the front and then you drive past the track and go to the back section and then there's another track which is Ace. Yeah, I so it was two there. it was two tracks. So it was kind of cool. That's Ace, pretty cool cuz they could do like different events at the same time. Yeah, they could be like, oh, "Okay, this this Diamondback's running, but we're also going to run like we'll run Diamondback Saturday and then run like Ace on a Sunday." But Diamondback was like a lot of people would like get hurt at like Diamondback. Like, a lot. Because they would peak their takeoffs, like, right. like this, and people would get kicked over the bars and whatnot. I remember when, like, I was on JR50s and uh, the whole, the spectator tabletop. I don't know why I thought as, like, a little kid on a JR50, I would make that. Because it was at least, like, an, I think, 80 to 90 foot table. But, like, me being, like, a little kid, like, I'm going to hit the whole thing. And just, would, like, came up to the takeoff and, like, pinned it. Yeah. It just like laid flat on the top. <laughs> I bent the frame of like the fifty so like here's like you know, the frames like this, like at the at the where the where the clamps are. And I bent like the clamps so like the the bike looked like a chopper at that point and the bike was just like this. I bet I bent the whole bike as a little kid. I don't I don't know. But a lot <clears throat> of people would always get hurt at Diamondback, I know that. But I always I rode yeah, back to Dutchman again. I rode Dutchman once, and, like, it wasn't bad. It was, it just felt super tight for a motocross track. It definitely had, like, a more super crossy like arena crossy cross. vibe. Because it was a lot of zigzag back and forth, like, 180-degree quarters. Because yeah. uh, I ran it on the 125, and I was like, I, I couldn't get out of third. Well, that's like, getting up towards coal region, too, so the dirt's not, like, great. Because yeah. it's all, like, hard pack and, like shale more than anything it's also like they would have like hay like they, they would try to like factor in like hay and whatnot on the track and it was just like that's not gonna make the dirt soft i only rode it a couple times <laughs> i was when i volunteered with motocross for christ in 2012 they ran they had like a separate private track mm -hmm. that was the adjacent property like you could see dutchman from where we parked and like camped and everything oh okay and they had like there's the big field over to it was probably parking for dutchman when they would race at dutchman like yeah. i don't think they race anything other than hair scrambles up there anymore okay. i could be wrong but 2012 they had it was like a private it was like a backyard track type deal over in like the field over there and i mean it was it was cool. There's like neat. one big double, couple tabletops. They had like couple. That's cool. Like, tracks do that though. Like they have like they it, have like a well, separate it track. Well, it whatever. wasn't part of their property. Oh, someone else's. It was the woman that lived. There's like that house right there by Dutchman. It was like their property, I guess, and like they allowed motocross oh, Christ okay. to that, use it. Like cool. it was, cool. yeah, it was cool. But I mean, it was. Personally, like no hate to Dutchman, whatever y'all are doing, keep it going. If good, you're still, good for you. Still like, going. but me, the, me the practice track next door, dude, was better than Dutchman. <laughs> no cap. No cap. I liked Sleepy Hollow. I rode there a few times. I liked. Um, had I, I had I thought about it, I would have just told you to come stay and like we'd just go up there for because it's two stroke shootout this weekend and it's. 35, 40 minutes away. Man, I had, a, I had, I had, think had about you, it. Had you told me, I would have been like, all right, I'm not, last night I would have been like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to the bar. And it would have been a lot nicer to not deal with people at the bar last night and just went to the shootout. Yeah, I mean, I only raced Sleepy 
once. I've been up there. When a you bunch. when you ran it, that um, it's like that one tabletop. Did you did you come up the hill and hit the tabletop, no, or did you go well, you down? Well, last time I was there, it was down. Like you, you came up. Like you came off the spectator table. Mm-hmm. Your spectator table in front of. So it was, instead of like you came off the, the spectator, spectators. Spectators right. were off to your right. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah. came off the table. And the tower, like you're looking at the tower coming off of the table, mm-hmm. you drop down to the right, and it was a hairpin straight back up the hill, or it would it would drop down to the left, and it was 180 degrees. Well, I guess it was yeah. You drop down 90 degrees to the left, mm-hmm. 180 degrees back up the hill. There was a double, and then there was like a loop turn. Yeah, it would go up like through the this. top. It, it like snakes back through the trees and then comes out, and mm-hmm. then the bonsai is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big table speed double type deal. The lips higher than the lander, so it's yeah. technically a speed double. But that shot down the hill. Yeah, I never raced it when it went down the hill. I always came up the hill. I always watch people like go down the hill, and I watch people eat shit really bad. And I was like, that's yeah, fucking it's, scary it's to jump down that fucking hill. I would bounce it. Like, I would, I'd come up short on purpose because I didn't That's want to. That's sketchy, dude. Or was it not sketchy? Was it, like... It, it, you can see who's ahead of you. So, like, it's sketchy when there's people following you over it. Yeah, you because know they I mean? would launch it and not do the same thing as right. you. So you have to be worried about um, it. It's on. sketchy. Now, you got to think. I was racing, like, C and, like, Schoolboy. Schoolboy's so, not that bad. Schoolboy, schoolboy's not bad because it's mostly B class. Kids. Yeah, it's kids, it's kids that are stacked. But C is the C one. C is really the good. worst, and that's that was the mistake that I made. Is I registered for C that weekend instead of schoolboy, and I wasn't fast enough to race schoolboy. Yeah. But racing schoolboy made me a better rider because it it pushed you. It pushed it pushes you. It's, but. I raced C that weekend because it was probably like an earlier class. Like if if you're looking at the thing, and I wanted to get out of there on Sunday, so it was like yeah. let's race, race the earliest class that I could, and then call so, it a day. and yeah. just call it a day. Well, I had bike issues that day. Um, Red flag one. Well, we <laughs> the uh, it rained super hard that week. Oh, okay. Well, Sleepy's been known to not be the best prepared track so like doesn't it, it was, flood it doesn't it flood if it like yeah. if it rains enough it'll flood right at it the was they were pushing mud off the track like all weekend like just taking the dozer and just pushing mud off right. the track yeah. well it started to like saturday the track ended up shaping up pretty nice and then sunday was race and i raced c that was the only time i raced that year because i put myself down hard like back in like may was off the bike for like a month and a half two months yeah like just i didn't have a job that summer so like i didn't have money to do anything yeah. so like were, I, you, were you like you got like fucked up like were you like like what and did you get any like bad no, injuries I, from it or did you just like knock yourself silly kind of deal kind of knock myself silly more than anything i went out with josh and colby it was my own damn fault it was a uh classic case of i'm in my feels i'm gonna go ride because there there was a lot of bad shit that was going like this was like one of the lowest points of my life so i was using riding as like my release yeah it was was my it cleared my head 
but I'd go out and I knew I was not talented, but I had this fucking ego that like I was fucking Ryan Villapoto. <laughs> and I'd go out and fucking wad myself and be like, because I'd be riding over my head. Well, we went out to this private track like an hour and 20 minutes from here. Took me longer to get dressed, like get the bike off the trailer and get dressed than it did for me to wad myself. I really? wadded myself 30 seconds into the first lap. It was a track I never rode before. Oh, so you didn't even take time to scope nope. it, roll anything? You Should just have. went and sent well, it? Well, I was, I was rolling my first lap. Oh, okay. And it was like a small tabletop. And like it was like, when I'm talking small, I'm talking like 20 feet. Oh, okay. So like I hit it. Because I could see that it was a 20-foot tabletop. It was, like, leveled out. Mm -hmm. The ground was leveled out, and then it was the lip. So it, like, tossed you a little higher. And then it was down the hill. Well, it looked to me like it was a double. No, yeah, it looked to me like it was a double and then a tabletop. Mm -hmm. It was a triple and then a tabletop. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So I went to double it, and that second mound of the triple was a little steeper than I expected it to be. So I came down on the backside of it, well, to try to go up the backside of the lander of the triple was like a vertical shot. So I sat down and it launched my ass off into the trees. Oh, so you bounced the fuck out of yourself? Bro, I I literally (laughs) sat down, said, this was a mistake. And before I knew it, I was off into the trees. The bike hit the tree and was like leaning up. I landed on my hip like this like how i'm sitting yeah from like probably eight ten feet in the air just and then like rolled over onto my back and my bike is just stuck throttle wide open like leaning in a tree well colby pulls up on me he's like what in the fuck are you doing like he's like motherfucking me and then realizes that i'm hurt and he's like shuts my bike off comes over bro i can barely walk for like two three weeks just bruised it really bad bruised my break anything did you no Oh, I never lucky. went. To, I never went to the doctor. Oh, okay. My parents. Well, we never know. <laughs> well, my parents were like, "We're gonna have to like take your ass somewhere because they thought like I cracked my pelvis. Like I couldn't fucking sit up. I couldn't. Damn, dude. It I pulled. The, I pulled the fucking <laughs> muscles in my groin. Like it. You fucking wadded. I fucking wadded. That was the hardest I ever wadded myself, and it was like a, you dumb son of a bitch. I hope you figured out like. You can't just do shit like this. So it was kind of a wake-up call, which I needed, but it was a classic case of in my feelings, and this is my release, and it was uh, not so much a I can ride at this level because I'm talented. It was a I can ride at this level because I don't really have any regard for my own safety, which you put yourself down hard twice in three months' time. It starts to... It'll wake you the fuck up quick. But... No, I was never talented. It was definitely a good release. Kept me out of trouble for the most part. And yeah, but it's fu- it's fun. You don't have to. I be love good it. To, like to just have fun. No, like. but looking back, like I should have been more humble about it. Like I definitely talked a lot of shit to people that I shouldn't have talked shit to because like I couldn't back it up. I think we all have though. Yeah, but <laughs> like I I made a lot of enemies just by running my mouth and like I had. It's we're just not gonna get into it. It was. I was full of shit, and everybody around me could see that I was full of shit, but yeah. I was blind to it just because I, I was young and dumb, and I had a big ego, but I think that's part of growth, is being able to look back and say where I can, you fucked I, up. I feel like, like I can relate to that a little bit, because I thought I was, like, hot shit, <clears> but, like, like I said, like, there, there, like I said, there were, like, kids that with, like, bikes that weren't, like, 
they were clapped and like they made it work mm. and they were faster than me. So, but then it would just be like, oh, your bike's a piece of shit. And, like I, I had like so I could feel the ego, like thing that you're saying. I think like I other <clears> than breaking my leg, I've I've wadded myself, but like I've never wadded myself up more than I have anywhere else other than Hurricane Hills. Hurricane Hills, I would always get fucked up. Like, on 85s, I don't know if you remember the back tabletop before that, like, ski jump. Yep. I, like, it was the last moto of the day. I think it, it was on my stock bike, so it was not super mini, it was senior mini. Okay. So, and... Which is, like, that's where they run 85s and 65s, right? Uh, yeah, it's like where it's like twelve it's, to five. Yeah, it's it, like the schoolboy class from, or not schoolboy. It's, it's like schoolboy super light. mini, but like mod sixty fives and stock eighty fives. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as you have like it, it's stock eighty five. Uh, yeah, I'll give one a shot. I've never had one. Fuck it. I got five different flavors. <laughs> we got grapefruit. We got strawberry mango. This is. I'll try the strawberry mango. All right, that one's pretty good. But that back table, I got a shit start, and I was playing catch up. And I started catching up to kids, and that back table had those rollers before it. So I'm hitting the rollers, and then I'm lined up to hit the table. Because it was kind of like an angle you hit it at. You kind of went like this. So, and when I hit the table, my front tire was here. Like, there was a hole in the takeoff, and I, w- I was lined myself up for it. But when I, I guess, like, coming out of the last roller, my bike kind of shifted, and I didn't anticipate it. So my front tire went right past it. And I felt my back tire, like, compressed down, and I was like, oh, well, here it comes. And it Tossed. kicked me sideways, and I was literally sideways the whole time like this, and I just brat. The last thing I remember from that is, like, I'm getting tossed, and, like, I don't remember anything after that. I woke up in my dad's truck uh, asking if I won. I was like, did I win? And he's like, do you not know, like, what just happened to you? Like, I was like, what happened? He's like, you fucked yourself up real good, boy. And I was like... Huh? How bad? He's like, you really weren't responding because I really wasn't like responding like when I was on the track because like bike was cartwheeling. I just kind of ragdolled, and I was just kind of just like mumbling and shit when I was knocked. I was like, like not talking. So they thought like I broke my jaw because I couldn't talk, but I was just knocked the fuck out real bad. I've definitely had a couple good concussions and shit. I've had more concussions than because. I don't know. Back when I played football, it was before concussions were, like, this big thing where, like, like there was a whole protocol like and, like, everybody was like, no, like, you gotta kick, gotta get checked out. There was definitely a lot of, uh... Can I put this down? Yeah, yeah, it's it's I know how some people are, like, oh, no, I, put this The only reason I have, like, coasters and koozies and shit is, like, for the noise, like... Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I was, like, up. really, like, if, if I do it once and I notice it, I'll just put it, like, on the floor. But they, uh... Like, I hadn't several concussions playing football for the couple of years that I played football and then like dirt bikes were no fucking it was no stranger yeah, to you it was I had a good one in 2011 where I have a GoPro video of it on Do my you phone really? I'll show it to you yeah I don't have like the actual video anymore because but it's com- on your phone the computer like... that it was on crashed but I had uploaded it to Facebook, so I have a video that I took of my computer screen. Okay, yeah. So it's like... I mean, I got, I got something like that on my It's kind of shitty, but like... <laughs> hey, you still got it, technically. So. Bro, I... It was a sand track, like Bud's Creek in Maryland, the pro track. Mm-hmm. There's a track right down the street from it, like on the same side of the street. It was a training, like a like practice a facil- track. Like a facility kind of No, it was just like a practice track. Practice. Oh, okay. But uh, that's where Motocross for Christ hosted its camp in... 2011 mm. 
Well, I went to the camp in 2011. I ended up volunteering in 2012 because I did it as like my senior project for high school. Okay. So like I basically graduated high school for riding dirt bikes, which is pretty that, cool. That's 200 IQ right yeah, there. Right? <laughs> so like they do like they bring in like trainers and stuff to like teach these kids. Yeah. And then like in the afternoon you'd get free ride. Okay, have so like an hour and a half, two hours of free ride. So it was like me and a couple of my friends went out for free ride and it was a tabletop that jumped again small tabletop like 20 feet that jumped down into a corner it was a 90 degree left hand corner so you hit it and then it was a step up double that was probably 20 feet yeah that stepped you back up to the level that you jumped down the tabletop okay step that up it was long sandy straight into a corner that hooked left flat corner that hooked left like no berm or anything to hit yeah hooks left double triple down the hill into a hundred. So it was like it was like double, turn. double, then a media triple. Double. Or did you have some run double? Room? Probably fifty foot and then a triple. Okay, but the so triple, I was squaring this thing up all week. Would not hit it. I doubled it a couple times. So you just do double, double, single. I I do double, double, single, and then it was like probably another hundred feet into like around some trees, mm-hmm. and it was a hundred and eighty degree corner back out. And this was all sand. It's like Southern Maryland. It's all sand. Oh yeah. So it's so. So. I tabletop into the corner, perfect, step up, perfect, balls out down this straight, slip coming out of this corner. Did you get a head shake or? Ass end got all shaky because it's sand. (laughs) Didn't hook up coming off the face of the double. This was the lap that I was going to square up the triple and finally hit it. I had doubled it all week. And this was this was the lap. This was this, this the lap. You, you you hyped yourself and convinced yourself this yes. is the lap that you're gonna do it. I was hitting the double clean all day. Like I was shooting long for the double because it was only again probably twenty foot. Yeah, it was a small. Double. And then the triple was probably like 50, 60. But I always had this weird thing like seventy foot tabletop, no problem. Fifty foot double, nope. It's the same jump, just hollowed out <laughs> yeah. in the center. Nope, because you come up shorter, the yeah. consequences are larger. Yeah, on a tabletop, you just land on the top if you come up short. And... So, hyped myself up that I was going to do it. Followed my buddy over it a couple times. He was hitting it consistent all day. He was like one of the top B riders in our district at the time. I was like, bro, he's got it. Like, he's on a 450 or a 250F or whatever, but like, I was on a stock 125. I'm like, I have this. Just hold it third gear pinned, and you're fine. Hype myself up. Don't I fucking slip on the face of that double. And it, it went to toss over. me. It went to toss me over the bars because I cased because I came up sideways. Uh-huh. Well, I knew somebody was behind me. So as soon as I hit the ground, I popped back up to get out of the way. <laughs> bike was still vertical. Oh, back the of the head. The bike hit Bro, back of the head knocked me straight back to my face. I had the GoPro one the whole time. That's I'll show it to you then. It was bad. I could but imagine. I, I'd be like, I got this. I'm getting out of the way. This yeah. fucking clock well, that was, head. Oh, that dude, was I could just rough. picture that. That's rough. It was... That was another, like... Again, 2011 was not good to me. Like, life in general. So it was like, dirt bikes are the release. We're just gonna go out and... And just have fun. Chill, you know, and dirt bikes were like, ha, you thought. Bitch, you thought. <laughs> but... I've only gone over the bars once, and again, Hurricane Hills, with the holes in the in the face of jumps. You remember, like, so, 
literally like where that table I crashed on was talking about. Yeah. And then you had the ski jump where you just like right after it. Yeah. And then you would make a left and then it was that tabletop, downhill tabletop, right by the start. Yeah. So yep. like you jump the table down into the into the turn and then you go back up by the start and then yeah. you go right. So I was like I finally started to hit in like the table and I was getting comfortable with like where I was landing because like it the the turn came up super quick once you landed. So like I, I was getting it like down pat like up on the gas tank, foot out, like, before I landed, like, how you see some of, like, the pros and shit do it, and I, I was feeling really good about it, and I pulled, like, into the pits, and I was talking to my dad, he's like, all right, he's like, I think we're, like, gonna call it a day, he's like, he's like, just go out for one more lap, and it's always the go out for one more That's, this, go out for one more that. I wish I had the GoPro, like, the full GoPro video, like, MP4 footage, because the woman that ran motocross for Christ, I pulled up alongside the fence, mm -hmm. and she said... I said, is the GoPro on? And she said, yeah, it looks like the battery's dying, though, so you probably have... She said, go click off one good lap. <laughs> and that was when I was it's like, like yo, I'm hitting the triple this lap. It's the, nope. curse. It's the curse of one more. Just Every one time. More. Every time. No matter what it is, one, just one more is the one that hurts the most. And um, so I was like, oh, okay. So I get back on right before the Ten Commandments at Hurricane Hills. I'm going through. I go around this and that. I hit the ski jump perfectly. And I was hitting it from the, the table, the downhill tabletop from the inside, but I came too hot and heavy into the turn. So I was like, fuck it, I can just go outside. So I went outside and it was like, I was already coming up to the face and I noticed the hole and I was like, don't tell me this is going to happen right now. Front tire went right past it, back tire, hit it, compressed me and I'm on the 125 and- so it went. Yeah, I was whiskeyed as fuck. And like, just imagine, go, like, it's a downhill jump. So imagine, like, being high in the air and just looking over the You're bars like this. Down the hill. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, no way I'm going to get pummeled by the bike. So, like, I literally, like, jumped off the bike. And, like, I luckily didn't, like, I landed, like, kind of, like, sideways, like, angled instead of, like, flat on my legs. Or on, on my legs, but my feet. So I definitely broke both my legs. But I landed at, like, slanted. And when I landed like i smacked my face like like i folded like i was laundry into the ground and i smacked my face like off the ground to the left of me shattered my visor bikes cartwheeling down the hill it cartwheeled over me and like i just like hobbled off the track like i had like literally like my whole leg from like here to my kneecap which is bruised and split open and whatnot mm. like my my cheek was like uh, had like a little cut on it and whatnot i was like i was tweaked the fuck up from that i got up like yeah, but the, the worst track, part but... about that whole situation is that you had the thought of this is going to happen right now. When if when I stayed on, can... it would have hurt a lot. I no, but the... coming up to the face when you see the hole I and you have that anticipation of this is not going to end well. well yeah, that is the worst <laughs> part of that. Like I would, you know, it's coming. I so... would much rather be fourth gear wide open and, and just know. get fucking cleaned out by somebody that's using me as a berm i would much rather not see it fucking coming that's very true because like, i because i had that incident if with you can 85. anticipate it and you're like oh shit like because i don't know we had this whole thing with football you don't think you just react yeah like when you think is when when you start to think instead of letting your just normal reaction like and normal instinct and normal like that. instinct that's the word i'm looking for when your instinct takes over you're fine it's when you have the moment of okay now what do i do you, have all these you end up hurting your yourself yep. worse 
by, okay, well, I got to get away from the bike and because you're not, you're thinking about how do I save myself? You're not thinking there's three dudes behind me that are going just as fast as I am. You're yeah. not worried about them in that instance. Whereas if you just hold on, like it'll figure itself out. Your body will figure it out, which. Oh yeah. No. Cause like I knew if I stayed on the bike, cause the, the bike, it wasn't like a little endo like this. It wasn't like this. It was like, I was literally looking, my bike was aimed straight down and like. I was Ronnie Mac gooned the fuck out looking like, and it was straight down. I was like, if I stay on the bike, the front tire's going to hit. It's going to compress me and throw all my weight into the bars. And I'm just going to go face first into the ground. And then I'm going to scorpion and have the bike impale me. I was like, I'd rather jump off and run the risk of like having the bike cartwheel into me than having a bike scorpion me. I'd rather get hit by the bike than be tangled in it when it hits the ground. Yeah, because it's like it's like kind of like BMX. Like if you fall on BMX, like your your legs get caught up in the bars, right. and you're you're wherever you're going, the bike's going with you. Right. So, yeah, I got I got up from that one like kind of quick because the adrenaline, but like I got back to like the trailer and I was just like, I'm real fucked up. Like the bike was like all tweaked, the triple clamps were tweaked, the subframe was just like literally had, did a whole one eighty. The bottom of the fender was like. Facing up, like, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I was when like, well, the, that's an expensive When the crash. 125 hit me in the back of the head, when I when I jumped up and it hit me in the back of the head, and mm -hmm. you can see at the end of the GoPro video, like, I'm bent down, like, trying to get the wind back into me, and I'm just ripping my gloves and shit off. Had I not got my gloves off when I did, I would have had to cut them off, because I definitely broke something in this wrist. Yeah. Oh, and it swelled up real bad, real quick. Real quick. I had marks the whole way down like all over my body just from being like dragged through dirt and whatever else it was a whole nightmare and then i think i cracked something in my collarbone too because i had a liat brace on oh okay. that was that was when liat like people, first came out or no it was a couple was, years after they okay, came so out but that was when everybody was like i don't know if we should be wearing these because everybody was breaking their collarbones and then it's better to break your collarbone than to break your neck. Yeah, but remember the, the back piece that came down your spine was connected to the frame around your neck by two little screws, okay. but the connecting plate was carbon fiber. Uh -huh. They were having issues where people would get folded over backwards, and that back plate, which was designed to supposed to break away, yeah. it wasn't breaking because the, the way the carbon fiber was weaved uh -huh. is the strongest Carbon way fiber. that you can yeah. we because carbon fiber is only strong in the direction that it supposed is to supposed to be yeah well it should have been weaved the other way because it would have broke off then mm -hmm. but it was weaved in the strongest way possible so this back plate that was supposed to break off mm -hmm. wasn't budging and people were getting like bent in half and it was breaking their spine like really? breaking vertebrae and shit I, heard, I don't, I heard I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a class action. Like, I don't want to speak on Liat because Liat definitely saved my ass oh, yeah. I've more had, times I've, than not. I, I used to have just the neck roll, and then, like, my dad was like, we got to switch you over to Liat. And then, like, I had that that crash with the 85 when I <clears> hit that hole. And he was, like, saying, like, he watched, like, he saw me sideways, so he was already running. Right. But he said, like, when I was flipping while he was still running, like, ragdoll, he saw that my head wasn't, like, Bouncing right. all over And that's the what place. it was all about, was keeping your head from bouncing around, because that's what'll end up breaking your neck. Yeah. So, I don't... Oh, I, again, I love Liat. no, no I, ill against Liat. When I, I get back into Riot, yeah, when I get back into Riot, I'm getting a Liat. That's the first thing for me. But they, uh, yeah, they were having issues, 
And I, I heard about I the collarbone be, thing. Yeah, I never there, knew about the spine. There were a lot of thing. people. I, I think the spine thing was only like a one like or a two like freak. Handful. Yeah, I think that was like a freak that thing. That would be really nasty. I don't, I don't know that it was ever proven that it was liat. That it, if you get folded one way or the other at 30 miles, 40 miles an hour right. and get tangled with a bike, all sorts of shit can happen. Yeah. But I don't know. There was definitely... Collarbones were a thing. Like, there were... Nine times out of ten, if somebody broke their collarbone, it was from you'd be like, Liat. were you wearing a brace? It's literally yeah, like, it was a Liat. It's literally like a scooter kid with shit, with, with bruise all over his shit. Yeah. What happened? You hit the shin with the scooter? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I'm, again, I, I don't want to... They'll probably send me an email now and be like, oh, why no. are you talking shit? No, look over there. That framed, the lower frame, that's a fucking cease and desist beside the chair. It's a cease and desist from the fucking, on the wall. Right here. Look at the Jaeger thing. Oh, okay. Look to the right. The frame yeah. is a cease and desist from the fucking air freshener company. Why? Because we made an ugly Christmas sweater and used the fucking Christmas tree as the Christmas... Or the fucking tree-shaped air freshener Dude, as the Christmas tree. Hard. Swear gotta, to God. I want to I take a step away for something to see this. Why? <laughs> we recently learned that is actually unreal what the fuck so they just trademark christmas trees i'm guessing <laughs> bro we changed the design and sent it back to them we we're like we're gonna use this they're like no you're not it wasn't even using their tree anymore they're like no you're not I'm like oh so they pretty much just trademark christmas trees all right know. so that goes for anyone if you you know I don't, I don't know there's so many brands that have used that shape though like small brands oh, like yeah, mine dude. and i knew they weren't paying the licensing to use that shape the other brand is from this same damn town. I'm not going to out them because I'm not a dick like that. Yeah, but you're like, not 6'9". It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, we I, should I, talk about social media because everybody's probably sick of listening to Moto. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> social media then. What about social media? The Piss Olympics. <laughs> Let, let's start at the beginning. Just just run me through that whole ordeal. Okay. 20, 2012, 2013 yeah, was, it was a wild tw- time. Yeah, it was like end of 2012, beginning of 2013. So, like, um, I had, like, I've been on, like, Twitter and whatnot, and then, like, it was just, like, you know, like, I didn't have a lot of followers, this and that, and I would just, like, tweet, like, stupid things and whatnot, and, like, this was the era, I don't know if I could bring up the site, but this was the era where uh, this guy named Hunter Moore had this site, uh, it was kind of messed up to say the to say the least but he got uh, caught up in a revenge porn yeah thing. yeah he got like a sting like like multiple although the, the case is settled honestly so i think we can honestly because it's over and done with he did he served time and everything but like um he had a site for like revenge porn this and that and there were always he always had these loopholes like how to do it and whatnot and it, it caught up with him at the end of the day eventually but um i had like you know followed him and whatnot and then like i was just like you know i never like tweeted at him and whatnot because i was dating someone at the time and then um me and that person stopped dating and then i was like oh word and i was like i'm gonna really look into like some of like the contest that because he would have contests on like twitter when i like oh do this bro he would do wild shit it was like (laughs) first girl to tweet me a picture of them shoving a tv remote up their ass i'll send you a t-shirt a t-shirt and a vape pen it was the vape pens he was doing shit like that it was like 
he wasn't like this crazy good looking. He just had internet clout. This had was money. like he just had internet money and stuff like it that. It was before the whole fucking like influencer yeah, like, thing yeah, took yeah. over. He was like one of the first like he like did DJing on the side yeah. for money, but like he 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 had internet money before internet money was even a thing. Like really, and like he would do like these like stupid little like I guess you call them contests or whatnot. And I saw this thing called Piss Olympics, and I was just like... Because most of it was just, like, for girls and whatnot. It was mostly, like, oh, send me nude of this, doing that, or stick something weird in your ass But the the thing that (laughs) fucking blew me away most was, like... Like I was saying, it wasn't like he was some crazy, like, good-looking, like, model dude. He was just, like, this random-ass dude on the internet that would do (laughs) stupid shit. And it wasn't, like... Two or three girls would send him pictures of thousands. what he was asking for. It was thousands. His fucking mentions were full of shit <laughs> like that. Like think of all the shit he had to zip. This is to this is when like hashtag Twitter after dark was yeah, like a yeah. wild fucking yeah. thing. Like Twitter was normal during the day, and like after like ten p.m. Yeah, it was, shit it was just got fucking wild. It was always ten. People would just do the weirdest shit. So I saw, like I said, I saw because it was mostly like the contest, quote unquote, or like for for like girls and whatnot. And I just wanted a shirt, like, from Hunter, and I, I saw Piss Olympics, and I saw, like, these dudes, like... He was, like, the first, like, call me daddy. Everybody yeah. referred to him as daddy. His father, yeah. Father, yeah. That's what it was. It was father, and then he eventually went from, like, uh, called himself, like, his, like, cult, I guess you could say, like, the family. Yeah, but that's what it was. I, like, I saw these, like, pictures of, like, Piss Olympics, and it was dudes, like, pissing into, like, urinals or, like, any, like, toilet or any, like any like a like a cup or something but they weren't just like normal like seeing how far they could go they were like you know just like someone was like standing on top of like the stall like hitting it like the third urinal away from them or like someone was like hanging by one arm like could you imagine fucking walking into a public restroom and seeing that (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i ever did it did it in a oh no i did i did do one i'll get into that one in a public bathroom i won't say where but my boy that i used to live with uh helped me with that one that was kind of funny i have the video of it still somewhere um, do you have the picture but just keep telling the story i'm sorry i'll shut up <laughs> no no it's this fine. Fucking I hilarious think. i think i have some some pictures i don't have all of them one of them wound up on reddit honestly someone posted it on reddit this is like this is the shit that i live for like that era was so fucking great and it was like it'd be like if, not it'd be like if anybody's gonna do this shit it's gonna be gavin <laughs> it'd be like almost 10 o'clock be like all right it's almost after dark hours what's what's gavin got going on now but like so i the first one i was like oh i want to do this like this looks funny and like so the first one i did was kind of like eh but like he, I guess he saw it and he retweeted it and it was just like, I put my, um, so I, I, like, I had the toilet here and I was at my parents' house, like my mom's house, mind you, and like, real quick, like my mom wound up finding out about this and then like, I wound up getting kicked out and I'll get into that, but I wound up getting kicked out because of like the Piss Olympics and, um, but the first one, like the toilet was here and then there was like a windowsill here, so what I did is like, I stood on the toilet, put my legs like, and like, on the windowsill facing this way, and then I held on with my right arm on the, the tank of the toilet, and then this I had already... the one that I remember. I, only, I already had my, my pants unzipped, and I was just, like, full, like, out already, so I didn't have to, like, fondle myself while I'm holding myself up to, like, get it out. And, like, I, I had it, like, on a timer, and I had, the, I had the picture, like, taken, like, while, like, you know... Like, I was just, like, already going. I was like, please, like, 
I hope I'm still pissing in 10 seconds so you can see the stream in the picture. And thank God I had drank a lot of water, so I did. So I, I tweeted and I was like, and everyone's like, how, how, how is he like floating with one arm and whatnot? Because he retweeted it. And I was like, I went from like 200 followers to like 1,200 followers in a matter of 30 minutes. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? I was like, if I do this enough, I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going up and followers. So right. like every like. Every other night or, like, at least, like, every weekend I would try to do one. Like, there was one where, so I was like, all right, I did the windowsill with the legs. How about, that, this one's on Reddit. I was like, how about if I put my my feet against the wall, like, this way, so the toilet's, like, facing this way, and the tank, so the tank's here, the bowl's here. I put my feet on the wall, like, above the tank, and then I hold myself up with my left hand on the windowsill and just, like, Superman pissed downwards. And everyone was just like, how are you getting these pictures? Like, how are you holding yourself up? Like, and everyone was just like, oh, I bet his mom got him to take, like, the typical mom joke. And I'm just like, no, like, I just recorded it, and I screen capped it. Like, I have a video of it, like, in my phone. This was back in iPhone 4, so I don't even know if I have them on, like, the cloud anymore. And then there was, like, another one um, where there was, like, so there was the toilet, again, I'm going to keep bringing up where the toilet was, so you like, no. So the toilet's here, and there was, like, a wall here, like, a, like a wall, and then the shower was here. So there was, like, a wall that kind of came out. So what I did was I put my hands on the sink and walked my feet up this, like, narrow wall, and I had a solo cup point, like, right below me, and I had literally my feet on the ceiling, and I was, like, doing a handstand with my feet on the ceiling and just pissed down into the solo cup. And then there was one where I did it where I was all the way up, like my back was touching the ceiling. That's the that's the one that went like. Yeah, that's the one because they were just like because like literally it was just like the the mirror there was a mirror like and then the lights were in my face and my hand was right above the light so I was holding on with one hand and then my two feet were on that narrow wall right next to the toilet and I was pissing down into a solo cup and everyone's just like, it's amazing how you're holding yourself up like your your arms are the size of twigs and you're holding yourself up that high off the like what if you fall I was like. I guess I'm gonna crack my face open on the sink or something. Like if I fall, it's gonna it's gonna be a funny video, and I'm just gonna go viral from it. So I was just I was just doing that for a while, and then my mom was just like, "You need to cut it out. Like, like this is disgusting behavior. Like, how did she find out though? Like somebody told someone her. Someone told her. Someone told her. And then like my mom, like once I started getting like internet, like an internet presence, like yeah, well, you ended up with a fairly large following from doing stupid shit. I think like before I got off Twitter, like completely, when I deleted that account, I had like 10k. I had I had gotten the 10k, and then like for like two years, I sat at 10k and didn't go anywhere, and I was just like. It was literally, like, I don't know if anyone knows who Filthy Frank is, like, the guy who uh, does, like, the pink guy skits. He's, it's Joji. Yeah. But he did Filthy Frank on YouTube years okay. ago. And, like, he literally quit YouTube at the perfect time. So I see it as, like, I'm not trying to compare myself because I'm not as, like, talented as him, but, like, in any way. But, like, it's kind of, like, the same, like, kind of story. Like, I left Twitter, like, at the right time because that's when all the political correctness started right. coming in. And if people saw that, right. like, nowadays... They would probably be like, that's fucked up. Like, we used to, like, me and my friends thought it was funny to just, like, like, literally, like, post, like, like, we would literally, like, take, like, a nude, but, like, we would draw, like, a picture <clears throat> over it. And if people saw that today, they'd be like, that's right. not okay and Bro, shit. Twitter was wild. Like, talk about, like, all the political correctness and shit jumping in. Do you, do you remember when people would be like, girls that weigh over 120 shouldn't wear bikinis? 
Like, they'd tweet, like, something fucking ridiculous like that. Yeah. And then their fucking mentions would be full of girls that were, like, 125. Like, it was, like, a fucking Victoria's Secret fashion yeah, show. Yeah, they would post a picture. They'd be posting pictures, like, in response to that tweet. And I'm like, part of me wants to, like, tell you how dumb you are for reacting to that. Because that's exactly what those that's what dudes they wanted, were trying to do. fed it to them. But, like... Now, if I would get on Twitter right now and be like, girls over 130 shouldn't wear yoga pants, I'm not getting any pictures in my fucking oh, mentions. No, no, I'm going to no. get fucking ridiculed. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. You know You're what I mean? Fat, like, fat shaming? I'm like, like, that's not what I'm trying. I'm just using it, that as an example. It, yeah, but no, like, that's people what I'm used saying. to do that shit all the time. That's like, what I'm saying. And it's not even like you would say, like, someone's fat. You just say, like... like. Bro, they'd, they'd say shit like that, though, and, like... They'd have Twitter. all these fine-ass girls sending them... That's, exactly what they were looking for. I'm yeah. like, this shit's fucking... You just, they just literally... You just fed into what he was... He, like, inconspicuously... 200 IQ, 5 head, big brain played you to send him pictures. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I did that for a while. And then, like... Um, I was, my mom said I was getting kicked out. It was either find a job or uh, get out. And I was just like, well... Considering, like, <clears throat> I'm on the internet for doing this, I think it's going to be very hard to find a job here in the states or anywhere because anyone could search it because it was literally like my name was like it wasn't my my at wasn't my name but above my at was my name right. that way i was just like i'm making a name for myself right. you search my name on google i could be like yo google me bitch like with that whole ego like thing so i was like you know what i was just like i was talking to my friend from california and then um literally just saved up money like money for like a week sold the car i had sold some other things and like just moved picked up and moved to california like out of nowhere and like lived there for a few months and then that's when, like, at this point, Hunter wound up blocking me, like, a yeah, month prior. Yeah, I remember prior. there was, like, some weird beef or something. He, like, I don't remember he, what like, happened. He, blocked me and said I was annoying. And, like, because some girl, like, tweeted, um, oh, Ga- like, my at, and it was, like, you know, like, Gavin over Hunter. And I guess he got, I don't know if he was, like, salty because of that or if it was because, like, he was just... I kept I kept sending piss Olympic pictures and every time I would he would retweet it and I guess he just got tired of me just like doing all this like crazy shit. It was re- funny shit though. It, like, was, it wasn't yeah, like you sent him the same picture ten times. It was, like they yeah. got more complex every time. It was different every time and it was content and it was just like I'm giving you my free content so people are like yo he he retweets funny things like I'm gonna stay following him because he's gonna keep retweeting stuff like this and. And he he wanted blocking me and whatnot, and um, I was like, oh, I thought he was salty because of this, so I just made up assumptions and whatnot, and he had me blocked, but he didn't have my boy blocked, so I have a video of, of me and him doing it, but we were at this location I'm not going to disclose, and I stood on his shoulders and leaned against the wall like this, and he had his head this way, and me and him pissed into the toilet at the same time, and... And everyone's always like, oh, didn't you piss on his head or his shoulder? Like, I got no piss on him whatsoever. Because I got, because, like, before Hunter blocked me, he's like, oh, like, he's like the piss Olympics king with his crazy 360 spins and this and that. And I was like, I was like, cool, like, got recognized by, like, Hunter, like, had a tweet made about me or whatever. And then, like, he blocked me and then, like, we made that one with uh, me standing on the shoulders. And we always used to do it. Like, we would always, like, go, like, I would still take videos and pictures, and I would still, like, post and whatnot, even though I wasn't getting retweeted. But I always, like, tried to kept, keep it funny for, like, the followers I had and whatnot, so. And then, like, I just got tired of Twitter, and then that's, like, when it started getting, like, 
really serious, like with like people being politically correct and whatnot. I was like, you know what, like it's not it's not what it was, and if you know, continue it, you know, it's just gonna it's just gonna be bad because I wound up coming back to Twitter, and everyone was like, holy shit, I thought you died, this and that, and then like I said one thing. And, like, literally people fired off. I was like, oh, you're fucked up, this and that. And I was just like... Six yeah. months ago, you thought it was funny. No, no, this was years later. Oh, years this was later. Like, so, like, I got rid of Twitter in, like, 2016, like that. Okay. Or, like, 15, that account. And then um, I, like, made one, like, I was, like, like three, three and a half years ago. And, like, I said something and, like, was jo- obviously joking. And people know that, like, I, I always joke. And I guess they were just like, that's fucked up. Like, don't joke like that. Like... I was like, damn, I was like, I guess I'm getting old, like, I, this isn't the Twitter I was used to, so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna stay off social media, so, the only thing I have is Snapchat, so I just stay off social media as a whole entire Yeah, but that shit, the, the way that I, because you deleted everything. I just went ghost, I just, you I didn't went tell ghost, anyone. And I didn't have you, like, I had no way to contact you. I put on Facebook, this was literally I think like. you told me about this. This was like three and a half years ago, <laughs> I posted a status on Facebook because I was in Jersey. I was flying out of Newark. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, mean, and I, I definitely remember this. I put now. on Facebook, I'm like, does anybody know how to get in touch with Gavin? And I just put your first and last name and just made it a public status. Cause I knew like there had to be a mutual or something from Motocross that I was still friends with, right? Yeah. Fucking by chance you had whichever girl you were dating at the time search your name on Facebook or something. Because while I was, st- it was before I even flew out. What, I was what, in Newark what, like for what one year? night. What year? Like, this was twenty sixteen going into twenty seventeen. It was okay. like late December sixteen. Yeah. I was flying out of Newark, and I knew you were still in the area somewhere. So I, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll grab dinner with him or some shit." So I, and I don't know. I was going through like memories and shit on Facebook, and there were like some fucked up memes and jokes and shit that we had commented on. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, damn, yeah, yeah. I want to get back in touch with Gavin. So I just tossed it out there on socials. I was like, I was like, does anybody know how to get in touch with Gavin? And I get this message request on Facebook and it was some girl. She's like, I'm dating Gavin. Here's his number. Like, what's your number? I'll give it to yeah, him. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what <laughs> in the fuck are the chances of that? And sure as shit, that's how I we t- like back up. I was like, yo, what's up? You're just like, where the fuck did you even go, dude? I was like, man, I went ghost off social media, like. But that's like we've been in touch ever since. Oh, then. Yeah, ever like, since we have yeah. Snap and shit. Yeah, now, exactly. And I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, how did that work? <laughs> that, like, that's... I never expected anybody to respond to my fucking status. Everything, everything happens for a reason, so that's that's crazy that that happened. And through all, like, I think I've like since like we started like talking again, like from back then, like 2016, whatever, like. I've gone through, like, four different Snapchats because I've just, like, made them and right. then deleted them because, like, some shit that would go on. And then I was just like... <clears throat> but, yeah, that was that was definitely crazy. That, like... Because I, I remember that. And I, I remember texting you and I was just like... Because I got showed the status. I was like... Well, she's like, you know this person? I was like, holy shit, yeah. I was like, that's, that's fucking Bailey. I was like, we always used to fucking talk and shit. I mean, like... I, he used to race motocross and at the same tracks as me and this and that and like, you know, like, we never like really like hung out at the track but like, I knew who he was and shit like that and we always used to talk and then like, when I went ghost, like, kind of just like, I fell off from like a lot of people and it wasn't like to bail on people, it was just to like, kind of just like, 
get no, away from No, sometimes you need that fucking, that mental clarity, mental peace, and, yeah. like... I still do that now. Yeah, but you don't, yeah, don't, don't got to fucking justify that yeah. to anybody. I get how it goes, because that's... There's times I don't feel like fucking dealing with anybody. I go in and out of depressions and anxieties and shit, and it's, like... I just, part just of my got, life, you unfortunately. Just gotta take, you just got to take time for yourself, yeah. like... And if anyone gets, like, bothered by it, it's kind of just like, well, hey, I'm taking time they for myself. If get bothered by like, it, it's more of a reflection of them than you, that, I've learned. That, that's very well put, honestly. I've never looked at it like that, to be honest. It's more like a selfish thing. Well, like, why no, is he doing this? No, he's doing it for him. Yeah, I'm doing it for me, and if, like, you're a real one, like, you'll support, like, <clears> me just taking a mental break to focus on, like, myself. Like, like I said, I still I still do it. I just, I just took a mental break from fucking, like, Snapchat and shit like that. Like, I deleted the app, and I just didn't like bother for it for like a week and just like took some time for myself just focused on work and like you know just like talking to my lady and, and whatnot and thank god i like have her and shit because she keeps me on the straight and narrow and she like keeps makes me makes me grounded and makes me be uh a functioning adult like i should be because honestly if like if it wasn't like for her i'd probably be doing out like dumb shit that was putting myself at risk like that so yeah, and that's good and it's good that you recognize that and like i saw i, w- I was proud i had the proud dad moment because <laughs> you posted something on it was snapchat it was no it? it was on tiktok i'm not gonna disclose your tiktok because i know you try and Stay keep like, everything like yeah, low-key yeah. but <laughs> I somebody said something about you posted a video of you and your fiance and somebody oh, said she's not yours it's I, just your turn and you went you went off but you didn't go off like being a dick you're like i'm okay. sorry somebody hurt you but when you find that one you'll then, understand you'll understand and like i was like there's no fucking way this is the kid that <laughs> used to fucking troll the shit out of every human imaginable that's like literally the best thing to do like literally that literally but that's did. that's the response that people don't they, expect. They, they say shit like that because they're, for one reason or another, I'm not a fucking psychologist. Oh, yeah, But yeah, no, for whatever reason, people say shit looking for a response. Oh, like, yeah, they look for, like, someone to blow, and then, like, when they when the person blows up, they're like, ha, 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 I got to you, like, I got underneath yeah. your skin. And you're like, sorry you feel that way, dude. Like, I hope things get better for you, and, like. I, like, gave him a thumbs up at the end. I was, like, smiling. Did he ever respond? Yeah, no. he did. Oh, he, he did? He kept commenting, and he was just like, I'll keep an eye out for her OnlyFans. And, like, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, because if you're going to pay for that, then your money is, is going to be our money, and we'll use your money to pay for our wedding. So, cool, dude. I'll let you know when it's up and running, and you can f- help fund our, our cool-ass wedding that we're going to have. And then he was just like, what did he say? He said some, like, sly shit, and I was just like, so I, I reiterated with what his original comment was. He's just like, she's just your girl for the right now or something like that. And I was like, you know, if you pay for, like, the OnlyFans, she's not going to make one. But, like, I was just like, at this point, I was trolling in a pleasant, right. like, polite way. And I was like, I said the same well, thing. Well, Gavin from five, ten years ago would have just blown the fuck Oh, yeah, I would have blew him up. I would have blew his spot up so quick. I would have, <clears> like, <throat> I would have, like, uh, went off on him and whatnot and, like, exposed him. But I was just like, I was like... It's only your money right now, but when you pay for it, it's going to be my money. So I was like, enjoy it while you can. I just He didn't say anything after that. Because he knew that, like, 
I actually got one of his TikToks banned. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, I gotta bring a little like toxic side out of me. Like, love it. I found one of his TikToks that like violated the guidelines and instantly reported it. And then like I got like, oh, thanks for reporting. It violated our guidelines, <laughs> so we took it down. And I was like, sweet. I was like, I got the last laugh. And he never, he never said anything at the end of it. And then some other kid was like, no, no, he's got a point. I was like, oh, I guess you've been hurt too. I'm really sorry for you too, man. Like my bad. Like I hope. I hope you find the one. That's uh, so, I don't know. That's like that's just like my response now to people who are just like super hostile and toxic for no reason. It's just Bro, like, I don't have the energy to talk shit anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I love talking. I came out of the womb talking shit. I don't even have the fucking energy. Somebody will say some dumb shit or like tag me in something to get me stirred up. And like social media is a fucking joke to begin with. Like oh, especially now. Yeah. Like yeah, but like for you to get worked up over something online, turn it the fuck off. Like, the whole cyberbullying thing I think that doesn't like make a, sense to me. Turn like a, the fucking screen off. That was a Tyler, the creator, tweet one time. He's like, I don't know how you motherfuckers get bullied. Why don't you just turn the screen off and go ride a bike or exactly. some shit? Like, <laughs> but that's my whole attitude towards it. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I got fucking cyberbullied and shit when I was younger. But, like, now I just see it. I'm like, why was I so fucking upset by that? Like, it's I don't like, know. So it's, it's like, you're a... You're a poopy head, and it's just like you see back, like when you first had Facebook, like in like middle school, and you're just yeah. like, "The fuck, dude, I'm not gay," or like something <laughs> like that. Like you know, like like when yeah. you joke around, like with your friends and whatnot, and they they say something, you're just like, "Dude," like back in the day, like before like any social media, like, "Dude, I don't, I don't like wieners, bro. What are you saying?" Like, that was before everybody understood like trolling. Yeah, trolling, but social media is just a fucking. I can't wait for the day it explodes. Honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Like I'm gonna be okay. Like I've told. Yeah, I, I'll be okay. I tell everyone that's like you know just got all these followers. Like you know it's gonna suck at first, but you'll be okay if it if it just implodes itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't, I have horsepower and pizza obviously, but like it's not huge by any means. So it's not like I have like oh, you'll get there, dude. Like no, I mean it, and that's I'm not really worried about that. I just. I keep putting time into it because I enjoy it. I genuinely enjoy making videos and, and just podcasts content and content. And so, like, that's... That's what I, that's I, what I like doing, about it. That's what, what I, I like about it. What I said it. the other week was I'd be doing this shit. I'd be filming this shit even if I wasn't. I said it on a podcast with... Uh, I had John Kilmer on on mm-hmm. a Zoom call the other week. I'd be making these videos even if I wasn't posting them. Because I've been making videos since I was like twelve years old. It's always good to have stuff like that, like make memories like that. Yeah, and stuff. it's like a even if it's, I, not it's the scrapbook of the twenty first century. Like I don't have that good of a memory, so like I can run it back and watch something I did five years ago, and I'm like, yo, we had so that much was fun that, that doing was so that. cool. Like, like, yeah, so like it's not even about like the views and the fucking you just genuinely enjoy putting enjoy stuff out there. Production and like. That's why, that's why I like, that's why I like, like, what you're doing here. It's just, like, you, I can tell the, the sincerity of, like, you just, just making content that you like and you're not trying to, uh, like, appease or, or please anyone. Like, you're doing it solely for the fact that you like what you do and you enjoy your hobby and, like, you just want to make the, the memories and the content to be out there and just be, like, look back, like, I, like you said, look back on it and be, like, that was fun we got to do it again, like, type right. of thing. That's why I really like Horsepower and Pizza, like, with what you're doing with it. Because it's just, like, you're not, like, a company that's just, like, 
oh, we got to market, we got to market uh, sales for this and that, and we got to do all this, this and that. No, you're very laid back and like super humble, and like I, I respect that entirely. Well, I, I appreciate that, I really do. But it's it's one of those things like when I do merch and stuff, I'm not out here looking for max profit. I'm looking to make a quality product and I'm not in your like you said with the marketing side of things I'm not buy this buy in this buy this buy this you're it's, putting quality over quantity yes and it's here I made this this is the price that I'm asking for it if you choose to support the link is in the description thank you that's all that I'll say on it usually but it pisses me off when there's creators and YouTubers and shit that have millions of subscribers so mm -hmm. they're already making ad revenue. revenue they have a patreon or like a partner program or whatever so yeah. they're pulling money from that too yeah i know what my profit margins are on like a t-shirt right yeah. like I, I make i do fairly okay with profit margins on a t-shirt because you make get merch made you sell it they're making merch by the when they're doing units they're doing units by the thousand okay so they're getting even cheaper and cheaper per unit uh -huh. $50 for a fucking t-shirt. I can tell you right now, they're making that t-shirt for $3 or less. $47 profit on a t-shirt times a thousand. They just made 47 grand in three days time. Maybe and that's, even less. Maybe even right, less time. Maybe even less time and that's just off merch. That's not all their ad revenue and shit yeah. during that period. Good for them. But when that t-shirt comes in the mail and it's a Plain white gilded. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it like a gilded that you could get for like Walmart? I'm like, bro, that shirt was a dollar fifty nine before you bought ten thousand of them. <laughs> like gilded. that shit kills me. It's wild. And like it's it's great business. Like I'm not knocking it. It's great business. If oh, yeah. you have followers that are willing to pay fifty dollars for a t shirt, you. They got finessed, and that's on them. Yeah, I hope you were wearing a ski mask when you were packing the orders, because you robbed them. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like like you said, like no hate. Like If you could pull it off, by all means, if go. I could, If I could do it... But I prefer quality over the quality. I, I will never sell out to that. Like, I do I do Gildan shirts. I'm not, I'm not just oh, not trying to like, blow like, that out. Like, you like, use Gildan. Not I, I know what they cost per unit before you buy 10 grand of them. So when you buy 10,000 shirts... They're pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And now you're selling $50 shirts that have $2 worth of screen printing on them. Like, you're finessing everybody. But, but hey, if it, if it works, you know... That's, if I could do it, I would. That's but just it's, the whole marketing... I'll never it. sacrifice... I Oh, man. I don't even <laughs> know that I can tell this story. I'm going to, because what, what's the worst that could happen? We have a guy come in. Did I send you the Snapchat this morning of me ranting? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. We had this guy come in the other day with an aluminum part from his Harley. He's like, can you make this? No blueprint, no drawing, nothing. Just had the aluminum part. And it was, like, kind of mangled. Mm -hmm. He's like, I want them remade, but I want them out of stainless. He said, I want one just like this, and then I want one mirrored to it. Yeah. Wasn't that hard. I did it. I had probably seven hours into it. Now, we charge like $85 an hour for labor. So just say I had seven hours into it. That's $595 in labor. The material was about $30 in material. So we're sitting at a cool $625. Yeah. Well, we told him off the bat, like, we're not charging you full labor for it. We're just going to kind of do this as like a side job thing. Not like a side job, but like 
Yeah. We're going to hook, gonna hook you up because it's not... It's not a full labor job. Right. Like, there was just a lot of, like, thinking and stuff to go into. Well, we told him the price. Of what it would be if of, it had labor, We right? told him the price, what it would be versus what we charged him. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's too much. And I'm like, well, we can charge you that per piece. That's what my boss said. He's like, I'll come get him. Well, he did, and did he pay? Did he pay the, the uh, price he, that you guys said you're gonna hook him up with, or did he? Yeah, pay he did. No, he did. I'm not putting numbers out there just because. No, no, no. Yeah, I that's why. That's why. Thing, but yeah, he, that's why he, I asked. He like, ended up paying what my boss told him he was gonna pay. He's like, well, that's that's kind of high. I was like, running the math right in front of him. We're like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, dude. This is this is what it should have been, but nah. Um, Stuff like that drives me nuts, but yeah, people expect shit for free. Like I've done like commission stuff, like like with art and whatnot, and I've been like, all right, like they're like, how much? I'm like, I just did like a full canvas, like full color, this and that, everything. I'm just like, yeah, twenty bucks. And I'm just like, I only have ten. I'm just like, it's twenty bucks, and you're paying for a canvas that's about like the canvas itself was twenty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> the canvas was twenty dollars. You, you basically put art on it for free at that point. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, yo, like, <clears throat> I'm asking for twenty dollars, pretty much. That's it, because I use my materials. It's not like they bought the canvas or anything, and they're just, oh, I don't have that. <clears throat> so then I have this like, like I used to do like the mirrors. Well, that's uh, when you did the mirror. It's up there. Oh, I see. It's on the All shelf. Right. <laughs> when you did the mirror for me. And then, like, you told me, I forget what I paid for it. It was only, like, 20 bucks. I, 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 paid, I only asked for, like, 20 But you didn't want shipping on top of it, and then you went to ship it and realized what it cost. I sent you the money for shipping. I think you it was, text like, me, 10 bucks. You text me, you're like, you didn't have to send me the money for shipping. I'm like, no, but I'm going to, because I <laughs> I think know I tried to argue tooth and nail yeah, with you, you about did, it. and I was like, <laughs> bro, I'm not gonna let you do that to me, because I know what it's like. Like, I, I was just having this conversation yesterday... One of my buddies is quarantined right now because his dad tested positive. So we hung out on Zoom last yeah, yeah. night. Oh, like, I saw, I just, saw that. Oh yeah, I was on Snapchat. Was he like that. jamming out or something? He was like playing that? the banjo. Yeah, yeah. Country bumpkin shit. Just cause. But, <laughs> uh, we were talking last night with my website and everything. I can see when people put stuff in their cart and like walk away from the website. Like it'll show me. I can play Big Brother with my website and like <laughs> I can see really? who's on my website at any given time. Like. I don't do it because I have other shit to do, but yeah. like I can see when there's abandoned carts on the website. And then every now and then somebody will put like $60 worth of shit in their cart or like $150 worth of merch in their cart. Uh-huh. And then I'll get a message on Instagram. They're like, bro, do you have a code for free shipping? Cause like $8 for shipping is too much. I'm like, <laughs> you literally just, you literally <laughs> were just about to spend $150, but the extra eight is what stopped you from doing that. <laughs> and I said to him, I was like, I was when I was talking to my buddy. I said, "My shirts. I generally sell shirts for like twenty dollars a yeah, piece. That's not. That's not. It's not too bad. much at all. And like shipping on a t-shirt is like three fifty or five bucks or something. Go on Paxson and order a t-shirt. Yeah, you're gonna pay like you're gonna $15. pay six, seven, up to fifteen dollars in shipping yeah. on the whatever level of shipping you decide you're gonna choose. It depends like 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 oh you spend this much get free shipping type right. of deal." I know that, but if you don't spend that amount, it can be anywhere from like six to fifteen bucks for shipping. But put fifty dollars worth of merch in your cart from Paxon, and then email Paxon Corporate and ask them for a code for free shipping. Guess what? They're not going to email you the fuck. They're back. gonna they're gonna laugh at you. And yeah. Say, get fucked. 
it's I don't do well with customer service. So like <laughs> that's why I'm so glad I like I I it. try to do like if somebody messages me like or emails me like a legitimate question or a concern, mm-hmm. I do my best to get back to them and like respectfully. But the amount of people that are like, yo, I saw you drop new merch. Let me get a hat and a shirt and I'll shout you out. And I go to their page and like, they got like 35 followers and live in some country ass town. And and like, you know it won't get any. And speed. yeah, like their, their posts are like, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock that, but like, cause like I definitely, back in the day when social media was still cool, I definitely finessed some cool shit off of. There's a kid from our town that ended up signed by Burton Snowboards. Like really? he was, yeah, I got a free board and bindings out of him because I, I was like 13 and had the balls to message him and ask him for free shit. <laughs> but like, see, I couldn't do that. My social anxiety would kick my ass. <laughs> I, it was Facebook. I was like 13. I'm like, yo, if you ever have any boards or anything you don't want, like, can you hook me up? Well, my mom worked for the high school and he showed up to the high school and he's like hiding behind this board. And my mom was like, what's going on? Like. What's up? He was out of high school at the time. Yeah. And he's like, your son messaged me on Facebook and wanted a free board. And like, I wrote this one once and decided I didn't like it. Like, so he <laughs> so can have it. <laughs> I got like $800 worth of free Burton shit what from the him. Fuck? Bro, it was a brand new board and bindings. The bindings were like 500 bucks. Holy I've only written it like twice, I but. I don't snowboard, so like, I don't know like price, like. For like the things, but that's insane. Yeah, I was thirteen, and I just <laughs> had my mom. Setup. My mom comes home. She's like, "Are you friends with this kid on Facebook?" I'm like, "No." She's like, "You should be. He just got signed by Burton." And I was like, "Yo, that's tight." So I added this kid. Never met this kid. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a ballsy little bastard. Hey, it worked. And he he was he he was feeling generous, and he was like, "Fuck, I don't like it, so why not give Bro, it to a kid?" And there's but there's so many. I don't see it as much as one of my other friends that my my friend that does all of my graphic design work and stuff, his fiance also has a brand that that she he and her kind of started it and kind of blew up Man. through TikTok. Like she has like all but a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Oh, okay, like wow. they they've like done a bunch of she does she's an art teacher, so she does a lot of different I'll show it to you then. She does it's called Ink and Echo, if anybody listening wants to check it out. It's pretty cool. But they do, they're, like, real into, like, spooky shit and, like, oh, okay. Halloween. And so she does, like, decorative, like, Ouija boards and shit. Like, she oh, makes them out of, like, resin and, like, but she does, like, resin videos and shit on oh, TikTok. Okay, well, yeah. it gets crazy it amounts of views. So, but she was telling me, like, when she first started, she's like, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, how many messages do you get from like these 12 year old kids? Like, Hey, can I have free stickers? I'll shout you out. And you go to their page and they're like 12, 13 years old and have like less than a hundred followers. I'm like all the time. Like I don't, not to be a dick, but I don't respond anymore because it's like, I feel worse if I acknowledge it and say, no, I'm not doing that. Or, like, sorry, can't do that than if I just pretend that it didn't happen. Because yeah. chances are I'm not the only brand that they're messaging oh, yeah. saying shit oh, like yeah. that. But, I don't know. It's one of those... I was I was that kid at one point, apparently, as I just outed myself. <laughs> before, but, <clears throat> I don't know. I 
No, because I, like, made that, I made, like, a Snapchat, and I was like, hey, like, the two people that I have, like, mirrors, like, shipping, because I was shipping it to my boy in Louisiana, too, because I made him one, and, uh, I was like, to the people that I'm shipping to right now, don't, don't even worry about the, the cost of it and whatnot, like, but, like, if you order a mirror and you're out of state, or you can't do local, like, I'm just gonna charge, like, five bucks, and, like, if that's okay, like, I appreciate the support and this and that, and then that's when you sent it, and I was like, dude, I said... In the video, don't send me money. You're good. I promise. And you yeah, but me. you had also drunkenly Venmoed me five dollars like three nights prior because some girl oh, in yeah, some I video know. you posted. She was white and she said the n word, and I caught her out in the comments on it. <laughs> and I was, and you're like, you're like first person to tell me what's wrong with this video gets five dollars. I was like, well, she's white, and you're like close and i was like no that's exactly what happened <laughs> and i was like you watched it back and you're like oh yeah that's what he meant by that <laughs> and I, it's, I, it's a, I think it's in my venmo still like on my page and it's just like for calling out a white girl for saying something the like that or something and it's literally five dollars <laughs> but yeah because there was one guy he was like i i don't know why i think i was drunk when i did it but i put like on when let go before they like teamed up with offer up i put like oh, we'll do, like, like graffiti on, like, mirrors and whatnot and everything. And this dude asked for his lady's name, and I did it. Like, full pieced out, everything. His, his girl's name was, was Dorothy. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I'm not in Kansas. I was like, all right, that's kind of long, but I'll, I'll figure out, like, a way to fit it. So I did it. It, like, took me two days to do it and everything. And he goes, well, I kind of, like, want this. And he sent, like, a it was, like, a print of, um... It was just, like, a, a printed picture, and it was, like, the front of a plane. So it was, like, like the plane like this, and then it had, like, cloudy background. I was, like, well, I said I only do letters, and then you gave me a name, and now you want an intricate thing like this, like that. I'm not good at drawing. Like, I, I, I'm shit at drawing stick figures. Right. You tell me to do letters, I'll, I'll, I'll blow that out of the water anyway. Right. And he was just, like, oh, well, how much is it? I was, like, 20 bucks. He's just, like kind of pricey don't you think for a mirror and i was like but literally look at all the detail in the like on like that i put into it that one right there <laughs> i would have paid twice what you told me to pay for that and like, he goes yeah but it just says her name bro and i was like literally what, what you I told, told me you. to oh my God. i was like literally what i told you from the jump bro i was like i only do letters and then i said what name or what what word do you want on it <laughs> I remember, and I was, like, mad because he's like, well, I don't want it. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to change up the name to say dumbass on it instead because you didn't listen to me, and I, like, blocked him, and I, like, I made a video of me, and I, like, threw it in the garbage as hard as I could and, like, shatter. I was like, don't waste my time! <laughs> I was, like, I literally explained it. It, it said it in, like, all right, I didn't, I didn't explain it once, not twice, but three times. It was the once in the description of the post, and then it was the one time when I asked him, like, before I did it, and then after I had done it and he was giving me shit for it. How do you just, like, pay for it and just been, like, uh, you know what, man? Like, here's 20 bucks. Thank you for your time. Like, I'll, I'll still give it to her. Like, I would be, like, sorry, man. Like, I can't draw, like, shit other than letters or whatever. So, uh, my bad. I appreciate you still, like, paying for it. But, no, like, you're just, like, um, I, I don't want it. People are ridiculous. They, and then it's just, like, with the whole, with, like, especially with art, people struggle to, like, make any money. I mean, I have, like, a few of my boys who have bought, in, like, a few of my prints that I've drawn out. I got like, a space right there. You uh, fucking do something up, I'll buy it from you. They don't have to buy no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking take it from you. What if... I'm going to make you take it one way or another. I'm going to be sneaky about it, bro. 
We can fight. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have money in my Venmo. I'll be like, God damn it, Bailey. <laughs> money in the Venmo and then I'll block your ass so <laughs> you can't send it back. That's, that's fucked. Oh, man. I'll figure something out, though. Well, I mean, if you don't want to buy it, I got... Sh- uh, here's my shameless plug. I have horsepower and pizza shop flags on the way. I'll trade you a shop flag for it. I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take something for nothing. I'll trade you shit. I'll take a shop flag. Right. Hell yeah, I'll Sick. take that. They're not here yet, but I'm fine. I'll get it to you. I just gotta get. A, how big do you want the the canvas to be? Do you want it to okay. be like something like as like this or like kind of like this? Shop flags are twenty five dollars. Just do do something. Right, I'll do I'll more. do a pretty decent. I don't like, no. I don't need anything huge. I. <laughs> Number plates are going to go there. Nova grill is going to go there. Can you do me something like that I can put here? Above, On the, above like, that? Oh, yeah. yeah I got the like, perfect... Ca- I actually have the canvases at my apartment. Like, right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't need anything huge. It doesn't even have to be that long. Like, something this size is fine. It's like, all right, if you're like the, the cease and desist, like yeah. if it's sideways, not vertical, if it's the other way, or something like that. That's that fine. Size. Okay, all right. That's more than okay. Because that... I could put it there or there. Where I got it's it's your room, this bro. Is, I'm not bro, gonna tell I, you where to put. I love it. this. I'm running out of space. I'm saving that for a shop flag. But so, no, I told you I like this setup. I wish I, I appreciate had a, it. I, I need I to do a video, it. like an office tour video, because I haven't done that yet. Like it's been in the background in a couple videos and shit. But I'm jealous of the desk too, because like, all right, so like in my my apartment's not that big, so but my clo- I have like a big walk-in closet. I'll send you a video later. It's, it's literally that's where my PC is. Is in my closet, bro. When I was still living in my house in Pittsburgh, is a one bedroom house with a big walk in closet. It got to the point where like, with merch, and shit for horsepower and pizza, I had to move my bed into the walk in closet really? to use my master bedroom as like an office. <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Yeah. So it's uh it's nice to have this space as like a. It's cool. It's like a cool hangout. It's not just like an office. It's like a hangout. Like if right, to and that's over. like my TV is up here, and like it doesn't have cable link to it. But like I don't really watch anything, so like you I can like link the... my laptop, like stream shit, and yeah. like my PlayStation's up here. So like it's it's so sick to just be able to like just chill. Yeah, like, just like relax and chill out. And like I can come in here and work. It's not like I'm working in my bedroom. So then when I lay down at night, I'm like, oh god, did I do this? And like I don't have that anxiety. Like it's. Anybody that's listening, it's super helpful to have. And I get it. Like, I, I really do get it. Not everybody has the space. Because I didn't at my house. This is my parents' house. But it is super helpful. Like, I'm sure with you having your PC in your walk-in closet, mm-hmm. that separates it. Like, that is your chill space. Like, that is it's yeah. separate from the rest of your living space. Where, like, you go in there with the intent to sit down and game or stream or just just watch videos or watch something, just whatever like relax yeah just like and it's like back yeah i'm i'm blessed to have this i mean it's nothing like it's not my but it's not my house though too that's the thing like yeah but you're fortunate to have like the space right that and willing to be given to you like right so i'm super blessed to have this but it's it's almost done. I, I do have a light fixture. And I'm not just going to have the I'm random gonna, light bulb. I'm not going to judge you because of the light. Just no, the light but like none of, the window trim and the door trim and stuff isn't finished because it's we bought the house. The house was foreclosed on. We bought it from the bank. Oh, okay. So there were a couple minor details that weren't addressed. And obviously it was just a spare room, like a spare bedroom. So it didn't really have like anything priority to have those window... Fixtures sills and shit. and shit 
fixed. So, I don't know. It's... I like it. I think I that's like the least of your worries. Yeah. It's, the, it's the, just the, the light lights bulb. are never rolling when I'm in here anyway, so... I traded a sweatshirt and a t-shirt for that Red Bull fridge. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Holy shit. He was sh- sitting in my buddy's storage unit, and his cousin told me that he had it, and he's like, text him, he'll probably sell it to you. He's like, yeah, I paid 50 bucks for it. He's like, you give my wife a sweatshirt and a t-shirt, we'll call it even. It's like, sick. Okay. Well, if you only paid 50, that's, that's pretty, that's, you know, he got his money's worth. Yeah, I mean, I don't have it plugged in. It works, I just don't have it plugged in, like, because mm-hmm. I don't. My worry is, like, it'll leak refrigerant or some shit on yeah, the floor, like, and, like, this like isn't my house, so, like, I don't want to ruin anything, and yeah. I don't want to run up the electric bill, either, so I'll just use it as, like, a... Like a little storage... Red Bull storage cabinet, <laughs> that top shelf, like, I'm, I'm slowly piecing together a collection, like, there's two from Japan and two from Thailand in there. Is that what the... It's, like, the twist-off? Yeah, the, that's a actual glass bottle. Here, I have one here that you can look at. It's got, like, a Red Bull logo, like, embossed in the glass and shit. Yo, that's actually neat as fuck. Yeah, I had never seen it before. What's it? Have you ever had one? No. No. That's my one to drink. Like, I bought two of everything so I could try one and then just shelf the other one. It looks like a a cough syrup, like, bottle, kind of. Yeah, well, (laughs) if you shake it, like, it's not carbonated. Like, there's no... Okay. And the, the one in there on the far... Right, like the silver can yeah, inside yeah, the bottle. Extra. I drank one of those last week. It's not carbonated. What does it taste like? Cherries. It smells like normal Red Bull, but it tastes like cherry, but there's no carbonation. It's weird. That is weird. But I don't, because nothing's in English, I don't know like how much caffeine or whatever is in any of them. <laughs> Diabetes. Bro, I was <laughs> wired. <laughs> And it's probably only a six, five or six ounce can because the Japanese cans are only six and a half ounces. That one's smaller than that yet. I was wired for hours. I drank it at like five. I was up to like one. And I had worked all day. <laughs> yeah. That's sick though. Did you like, how, where'd you get them from? Like, there's, a, there's a website. Oh, I'll, there is? I'll send you the link. Word, yeah. I wanna, I wanna... They're based in Arizona. Oh, okay, so it's in the, it's yeah. in the States. Okay. They, I don't know how they, Im- or who imports all the shit, but they have it, and they, uh... I would definitely... Oh. Yeah. Just Uber Eats uh, telling me to sign up to save money. No thanks. Sign up and spend money, and we'll give you money off. That's And it's not it's even, not like, my, it's not money even money, money off, yet. it's just... <laughs> Ridiculous. I try to like refrain from ordering DoorDash and stuff so much, but like it's super hard when I'm just lazy on a weekend. I'm just like, just have someone make the food for me and that give it to me. Last night, like I mean, I went to get my own food, but I got home from work and I was like, I don't feel like cooking. And my dad's like, What are you doing for dinner? And I was like, I'll go get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it is what it is. I don't know. Do you miss Do you, do you miss Pittsburgh at all? Like, I miss Pittsburgh a lot. Even was, though, like you said, it's a little bit better here, like for right now. Like, do you do you miss living I'm, where? I miss my friends. I was just there last weekend, so like I I definitely miss my friends. But like, I don't know. Pittsburgh was like this magical place in my mind. Like before I lived there, like it was like really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not saying that living there ruined it for me it's one of those like uh, i'm trying to think like 
you get jaded to it almost. Like you're like get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it is the thing. And it was Pittsburgh was so cool like you'd go out and go to a concert or like you'd go out and cuz I I lived in this town all my life until I moved out there. And like I I had traveled and shit, but I was like, "Oh, Mac Miller's from there and like the Steelers are there, yeah. and the Pirates and like I'm huge into football, so like I've been a Steelers fan since I was a kid, and, like, that's out of the ordinary for this area because we're closer to Philly, so a lot of people so are Eagles, Eagles fans. Yeah. But went out there, saw how cheap real estate was, and I ended up out there because this company from the town that I lived in out there ended up hitting up my college and was like, yo, we're looking for people to come work for us. Well, I went out and, like, interviewed with them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can't offer you anything until you're living in the area. And I'm like, well, I can't just fucking move to the area without a job offer. Like, that's kind of ass backwards. Yeah, no, it is. Oh, move here and we'll give you a job. You well, move, then and I, if, what if you move there and then they're just like, oh, sorry, boss. Like, don't have anything. Well, I was ready. sitting in the hotel and I got on Zillow just for shits and giggles. And I'm like looking at property values and like houses and how cheap they were. And I was like. Y'all are fucking kidding me. Like, this is so cheap compared to where I'm from. And, like, there's no reason for it to be as expensive as it is here. Like, it's just, property values are ridiculous. And people here don't see it. They're like, oh, yeah, I got this house for this much money. And I'm like, I've been other places, and, like, that much money in other places buys you a damn mansion. Yeah, like some or of the two houses, houses, even. Some of the houses here, you can buy a mansion in Texas for. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, but... It's just the market and the location. location is what it is. But, no, Pittsburgh had, like, this magical feeling for me. And, like, it was always, like, such a cool place to be, like, when I was there. And I loved it so much. And, like, I said it on Twitter last week. I don't know where I'm going next. I don't intend on staying here. But I don't – I have an idea of where I want to go next. But we'll see where the universe and life takes me. Yeah. Pittsburgh is always going to be home. I lived there for your heart is lived there for four years. Pittsburgh will always be home. Pittsburgh is more of home than this place could ever be. I can I can look back and say that now from a mentally healthy standpoint. I was not mentally healthy when I lived here before. Yeah. And I, I said geez, because that's that's not good. No, like, it's, it's not, not healthy. Good. It's not healthy. It's not good for And that, I was scared shitless when I got the job offer and I was considering moving back here. I was like I said I'd never come back because I didn't want to be here. Yeah. But it's been good for me to be back. I really do think that's I, as long uh, as it's not like really No, it's messing with your mental health because we, no, we were talking about before your mental health has to be put first before yes, anything 100 percent. and there's my mental health has definitely it's taken a toll on friendships and relationships in the past i, mean, I was like, like bro what <laughs> in the fuck like i don't know i just I'm just you trying I'm to a, vibe and you already get into yeah, the divorce I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm such a big numbers guy and like a I see the statistics of, like, divorces, and I just, I don't like the way that things are trending, unfortunately, and it's not that I don't believe in marriage, it's that I don't believe in this fucking generation, because my mom and I were having this conversation the other day, and I was like, 
30 years ago when you and dad got married, you didn't have a fucking app on your phone where you could swipe through and look at your best fucking options and get fucked 45 minutes later. <laughs> and my mom just looked at me and she's like, no, you're right. Like, no, you're right. <laughs> and no, that's, you're, you're, I don't know. You, I just, are, you are right about our generation, though. That's like... That's Everybody's like, so used to the fucking instant gratification thing. Like, you have to have everything right fucking now because that's what we grew up in. And it's... Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not how the fucking world works, dude. And you can't build a fucking kingdom or a dynasty with somebody that still wants attention from the village. Yeah. Is what it comes down that's to. That's facts. That's facts. That's like, that's like with, with my fiance. Like, everyone's just like, oh, like, because she, 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 she's from England. She's born and raised in England. And right now she's stuck there. And everyone's just like, well, how do you even like make that work? Like, you can't even see her. I was like, well, I see her on FaceTime and shit like that. But it's just like. The fact that, like, she goes out of her way to make sure I'm okay, or, like, like for instance, when my best friend passed away, she had paid, like, I think it was, like, 600 bucks just to come here for three days to make sure I was okay and didn't do something dumb. And, like, that was uh, the year before I proposed to her. And, like, that at that point, I knew, like, just from her coming for three days for $600 to make sure my dumb ass was okay, I was just like, you know, like, this, she's, she's a ride-or-die kind of, like, person. Yeah, I know she's not... I, I've always trusted her. I know she's not out doing, like, dumb shit or, like, like hanging out, like, with people or doing shit she shouldn't be. Like, I trust her to the fullest extent. And, like, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, like, you know, if you trust her, does she trust you? And I'm like, yeah, she trusts me. Like, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street. And it's just like, and I told her, I'm like, listen, this is my one and done. Like, I'm, I'm not going to leave. Like, I'm ready to, to, to straight up just spend the rest of my life with her kind of deal. So, like, I told her, I was like, I'm a one and done. I was like... The only way this is ending is if you leave me. She's like, well, I'm not leaving you, so you're stuck with me. I'm just like, huh? Fuck it. Guess I'm we're fucking, done here. I'm fucking cool with being stuck yeah. for the rest of my life with you. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm Good so for ready y'all. for it. I like that. I'm I'm very happy for you. And and that's the thing. Like, I don't... I don't know. I... There's no need to rush it on. I wasn't I wasn't in a rush. I'm, like, not, I'm not looking. I'm not... And everybody's like, well... Like, are you... You should talk to my friend, or you should talk... I'm like, I don't... I don't even There's have no fucking need to force interest. It. Like, yeah. I don't... If you're, not, if you're not feeling it, then, like, don't... The, you don't have to rush it. Because that's how, like, how I... Like, when I met my lady, like, I was having a bad, like, track record with, like, trying to, like, find someone. And I was like, you know what? I, get, I give up. And our old mutuals that we're not friends with anymore, like, kind of, like... We're like, oh, you, you should, like, talk to her. And, like, you should, like, you know, come out for your birthday instead of go to California. And she didn't even know, like, when I first went out there... I didn't tell her I was coming out. I kind of just, like, surprised her. It was just, like, I got to find a ticket. I got to come out there and whatnot. And I was actually shit-faced drunk in the airport. And I was like, man, I fucking hate security. And she was like, what do you mean you hate security, like, at airports? And I was like, oh, like, my mom is, like, coming back and I'm picking her up from the airport. Uh, yeah. But I was drunk, like, about to get on my plane. And, like, I almost fucking, I almost fucked it up for, like, the surprise. Of That's whatnot. sick. So, and then, like... She thought she was supposed to have like a uh, like a girl's like lunch date with her friend, and she saw my buddy and was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And then she turned the corner, saw me, and was like, "Hey, I'm here too," and she was just like speechless. She didn't like her, she literally was just like like wide mouth, like didn't know what to say, and just like it was like it was, I'm not gonna lie, it was like kind of I was like, "What do I do? Do I like?" Do I kiss her? Like, is that too soon? Like, I just literally just flew 3,000 miles and I'm already going to kiss her. Like, I didn't know what to do, so, like, I just, like, hugged her. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to go with it. Fuck it. That's fucking sick, though. <laughs> like, that's wild. I mean, that's... 
I mean, I've done long distance, but I've never done like. Oh, I've never, I've never country, done, like, never done this. Like, no, I've done like I did distance. like two and a half hours long distance for a couple years. Like, me and my ex were like two and a half hours away from one another. Like the first two and a half years that we were together. Yeah. Now it's uh. I don't know. I'm at peace with where I'm at. You just, you're just chilling. You, no, I mean, like... You're in cruise control right now. You're vibing. Yeah, like, I you're mean, good. like... Like you I was saying, I don't have the energy to talk shit anymore. I don't have the fucking energy to hate anybody or, like, that's want any beef with fucking anybody. I just want to enjoy life. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just trying to vibe and, like... I don't know. I'm Forgiveness... Like... From... From any situation, forgiveness for yourself or forgiveness of another person isn't about anything that happened. Or I'm not saying anything did happen with that. I'm just saying, like, general the, to aspects. be at peace with yourself, you have to forgive yourself and, like, just kind of wipe your hands clean of whatever situation was bothering you. Because that yeah. shit will eat at you for oh, yeah. years and it just causes more issues down the line with trust issues and... You gotta be happy with yourself before you're happy with someone Exactly, else. and that's... I don't know, I'm... That's a, that was a big thing for I, me. I think so. I like... I At this point, I think I like who I am, but it's one of those... I don't know, you know how it is when you deal with anxiety and depression and shit. You like, think less of yourself. You think less of yourself, and, like, it, it comes and goes. Like, one day you could be confident as fuck. And I feel you on could, top of the world. You could wake up in a shit mood the next day and fucking... I had I dealt with that this past week. Like, I woke up, it was, like... 55 degrees the one morning. It was kind of chilly. I'm like, fucking seasonal depression, here we come. Like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. And, I mean, it's just, I I know that I go through it at this point. Like, I, it's it's part of my life. It's part of who I yeah. am. And I, I just accept it and embrace it. And it's not, like, where it would fuck me up real bad, like, years back. Like, I just, I know to roll with it at this point. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's a bad day, not a bad life. Like, You're just going with the flow. Yeah, I mean, it's... You just gotta worry about you, dude. Seriously, yeah. that's that's like that's the first thing is just making sure you're you're good and well first before any anything else. Like, and it's not even just like with, I feel like it's not even just like with it with with like a woman. Like, I feel like it's with anything like any aspect of life. Like, you know, making a purchase on like something like a motorcycle or you know you got you just you just gotta be you know not rush it. You just gotta go with the flow of it. Like, not for sure. Shit'll shit'll work out and fall into place when it's ready to fall into place. That's like what it was like with me. Like I I had given up. Like I was like I'm done trying to like talk to any like females. Just leave me alone. Let me work and I, let me just do my thing and like let me you know just live my life. And then I stopped like trying and then that just kind of like happened. And I was like you know what? I was like I want to go somewhere for my birthday. I've never been out of the country. Like flown out of the country, so I'm gonna go. And then it kind of just like. I just went with, like... I remember when you went, because you were sending Snapchats, like, posting shit on Snapchat. You are like, yo, this is so weird. Like, I can drink a beer on a park bench, and, like, nobody says shit. <laughs> or when I was in the car, like, um, they were driving, and I was just in the in the back seat, just, like, drinking a beer. I was like... And we went past the cop, and I was like, look, they're not even going to pull me over. I'm, like, out the window <laughs> chugging the beer like this. I, was, I wanted to get a cop, like, a picture of a cop waterfalling a beer into my mouth. That would have been sick. They wouldn't do it. That sucks. I was like, can you get a picture of you just waterfalling a beer into my mouth? Like, I'll blur your face out, and they're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it was dope. If Did I ever... somebody to officiate your wedding? 
What? Do you need somebody to officiate your I wedding? I think my mom's gonna do Shit. it. Shit. <laughs> Damn. I would have done it. If, like... <laughs> if, like, if something comes up and my mom can't do it, you, you are... I would hope that your mom can do it. Because, well, like, like I, I would imagine she'd be there. Well, like, I don't know if something, like... Of importance would have like other I don't know like <laughs> something <be> something <laughs> other than her son's wedding. <laughs> I don't know what could be more important, but like you never you never know with yeah, like like no, but I like if it. something were like to have I'd be like all right you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call my boy Bailey right now we're gonna do this hell yeah but no you de- you de- when we were supposed to get married in two weeks but because of COVID unfortunately uh you're not getting married so we're just playing it day by day right now but like when it does happen like you. You will be getting invited, obviously. I'll be there. I'll be there. You'll be vibing. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I have... COVID kind of fucked it, but, like, October's got five weekends this year. I had four four weddings in five weekends, and none of them overlapped or were, All like... was separate? Bro, it was... Dude, I that's have perfect. one the first weekend, and that one's still on. Second weekend... Oh, mine was gonna be the third. Do you remember Sean Baxley that we used to race with? He, he won a title at Loretta's. Yeah, I do. I'm officiating his wedding on October 10th. That's fucking sick. Hell yeah, dude. I'm officiating his wedding. And then third weekend was two of my friends from Pittsburgh are getting married. They're still getting married, but, like, it's just wedding party and family. And, like, they're doing a vow renewal next year that Uh, I'll be able to go to. And then fourth weekend is nothing but college football or big 10 college football starts up this year and i'm doing my merch releases october 23rd so i'm doing like a fall fest on october 24th so if you're free october 24th come through got you but um so i'll be doing like a fire and food and just like we're trying to have a couple at least you're not six hours six hour drive one way away yeah i can do that i can do the two and a half hours i'm cool and with that the, the last weekend which is um halloween my what like, day does fall, Halloween fall on? Saturday. It is. It's a weekend this year. Yeah, it's oh, a Saturday shit. because my like I was saying, Alex and Chelsea that do my graphic design. Uh-huh. Uh, they're super into like Halloween and like spooky shit. They're yeah. getting married on Halloween. Oh, okay, it makes but like sense. they had to keep it. They had to keep it small. So like they're still doing their wedding this year and then just doing like a vow renewal oh, okay. again next like year a, for a like everybody's party. Kind yeah. Of thing. All yeah. right. Well, Colby FaceTime me and. Uh, he was supposed to come and be on this one, I guess, or he wanted to and then just didn't. So, yeah, it kind of got cut short there at the end when Colby called. But, um, Gavin, thank you for coming through and hanging out. And thank you for having me. It was a blast. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, better than driving six hours. I'll definitely do the two and a half. Oh, hell yeah. And I'll, I will note this really quick that, like, the whole two... It's, like, mostly two lanes on the highways coming up here. And, like, people know how to function on the two lanes. See, if it was New Jersey, you would have people doing, like, 50 in the left lane when you're supposed to only use it for passing. So New Jersey's beautiful it was to, It was tolerable. It was a very tolerable drive. So it was awesome to come up and do something different on the weekends instead of just sitting home playing games and drinking. So I really appreciate you having me, man. Hell yeah, dude. Well, uh... We'll do it again sometime. And I'm stoked, hell yeah. I'll bring the 50 next yeah, time. Yeah, man. If you can come out for the little Fall Fest thing I'm doing, that'd be sick. But yeah. if not, no big deal. Um, want to thank you guys so much for listening. At Cold Pizza Podcast on Instagram. At Horsepower Pizza. Also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. As long as they don't 
ban it by the time you're listening to this. I don't know. Um, yeah. www.horsepowerandpizza.com. Peace out. Build it for you. <laughs>